Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world. Or so they say. Who wrote this, by the way? What's up, little boomers? Hey, welcome into the podcast. Hello. Episode 262. I'm Kyle. Kyle's here. I'm here. I'm Jordan. And uh, don't forget Braden. We were <laughs> Braden's here. Uh, so listen, before we get into the, the episode here, it's a first. This is the first time for the artillery. Okay. We're moving directions. We're moving directions. Whether it be so good or bad, we're moving. We're moving and we're going to see it's how good. this goes. So it's I good. think it'll be good with no training at all. Besides <laughs> a brief tutorial before we just hit record. Well, he's got the, he's got the best in the business training. him. Yeah, no, he does. Huh? He's in the business, you know, yours truly here, me. Uh, so I had produced all 261 episodes with the exception of one because I was not here and you and Warren did it, Kyle. Yeah. I just did it on my laptop real quick. So yeah. I guess you can call that a production. Sure. Yeah, sure. We posted it. Uh, so it was produced. It was produced. So intern Braden is not, I'm not an intern anymore. Well, listen, listen you're to getting, what I'm about to would say. Would you let him finish? <laughs> Sorry. That's on Jesus. Me. You're about to be the intern again. <laughs> I'm getting power hungry already. Right. <laughs> intern Braden is now producer Braden, which means he is fully in command of the board. Which you means say something I don't like that Mike. Mic uh, volume's going the, down. The goes, there's mute buttons on there too. And you'll never know. Uh, he's in, yeah, he's fully in con- in control. And Kyle has been you know making sure that I'm okay over here because yeah, you look at you started your face started turning red at one point. <laughs> I saw some veins popping out, but I, think I can tell how uncomfortable he is. By the way, he's like he just keeps kind of like scanning the room. I keep looking at the board <laughs> to make sure it's recording. The best part about this is that Braden. Now won't talk as much. Thank God. <laughs> oh, man. We should put Kyle on this. <laughs> Kyle I'll on do it board. and talk as much as I still do. <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm. we have relinquished my control of the board for the first time ever, which gives me more hands to drink, and that's okay with me. And, sh- and I used to do audio stuff for my dad back when he was a youth pastor. So there for, you go. Oh, yeah, this guy yeah. gets it. Yeah. it was, I was so, in sixth grade when I did it, but so you, know, you know, I got experience. So, you know, if there's any uh, loud random noises that come from the board, just blame our new producer and, or not, I see, I almost said intern Braden. Producer Braden. Producer Braden. Producer yeah. Braden. I won't get button happy yet. I have to put in my own sounds. Yeah. Okay. No, you can. If you want to like, you know, download some shit. I'm going to put some sounds in here. Get in Because we're very limited on... We are. We also have sounds from like last year that are still there, like quotes from players. There's a, yeah. there's, there's a Max Domi <laughs> yeah, quote a in there Max somewhere Domi that we heard. Sheesh. <laughs> it's like page three that Domi's on there, okay? <laughs> the only ones that I care about are on page one and two. Toronto's already trying to trade him. Well, I'm just kidding. I, they probably are, though. I don't know. I mean, he's a he's a you know a seasoned traveler in the NHL. He just, you know, every other year he's with another team for, yeah. for reasons. But That's fair. But anyways... Let's go ahead and get into the old podcast news and notes here. Oh, yeah. By the way, Warren's not here. He's in Florida. No, Warren. No uh, yeah, no, Tyler. We asked Tyler to come on, but he had a prior engagement tonight. He did. Um, so, yeah, it's us three tonight. Us three, and we're going we're gonna to do it. So, news and notes from the old Columbus Blue Jackets starting off. Old Chinnikov hey. has been officially activated off of the injured reserve list. You love to see it, uh, but sent to Cleveland right away. Yeah, we kind of knew. I like it's, it's it. kind of like he's been hurt for a while. He, he was hurting when he was playing for Cleveland last year. Yeah. He was pretty much hurt all last year too. So not great for like the future. I don't know what I don't even know how to how to word that. Not great looking into the future for him if he's going to keep getting hurt. Um, there's another couple prospects like that right now. 
that are in bit. the same boat. A little bit, a little uh, bit. But anyways, it's kind of it's gonna be kind of like a like a designation designation assignment or whatever. He's gonna play some games down there and then hopefully get back into game shape and then make his way back on up here to the to the team and prove he belongs on one of those wings, huh? I mean, we've been waiting now for a few years to see him show show off that shot. Let's it's time to see it now, huh? Oh, for sure. No, like yeah. I mean, being sent to Cleveland, I mean, I I kind of expected that to begin with because of the space of how much space that we're limited right now with this roster. Right. I mean, it's also in the news and notes like we had to put Foodie on waivers because there's no fucking room. Yeah. Yeah. There and that's also kind of a good problem to have especially with how the team's been playing up late. Um, right. And that's the, that's another thing too. Like you kind of, Pascal Vincent has done a good job of getting his line set to where he wants them. I think to this point in the season, uh, dealing with injuries and, and all of that Fantilli back at center, um, Jander taking the top line again, uh, as, as he should right now, I think, um, the, the team is solid. They played a solid game last night against, uh, Anaheim. Don't get too much into that yet. I know. I'm just, I'm just, oh, we going over the games. Oh, mm. going you guys, yeah, we got last week. Yeah, I know. Got, I know. I, because, I paid, Yeah. Yeah. Because last week there's nothing to talk about because all the games sucked. They did. What <laughs> no, they did? No. We, no the, the we won. Yeah. No, but, not. No. What was the? We didn't win before the podcast. You guys weren't. You both weren't here for the episode. It was me and Warren. I mean, I listened to it. I yeah. Just, yeah I but like the last it. game prior to the episode was a Detroit game. Oh yeah. Mm. So there was not too much to really, you know, hone Fair in enough. on. So. Oh yeah, we were home too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Detroit. Right. Detroit's a fuck. They got beat last night, but they are they're, a, they're wagon. a wagon, dude. They look great. They do look good. So it kind of makes that, you know, steamroll from from them to the Jackets make looks you know, a little better. Make and us fi- looks a and also better. Philly, Philly. We lost to Philly yeah. too. That there was the two losses before yeah, that. Right? Philly was a decent yeah. game too. I mean, we didn't play great. We only lost four three. We had a couple. We had like a solid first period, and it mm-hmm. kind of just unraveled. But hey, I don't know. Do you yeah. have the standings in here? I didn't read all the way through it. We're uh, tied for second right now in the Metro. Are we still even after last night? Yeah, we have seven points. Uh, oh yeah, because it was OT. New York has eight. I think. Yeah, New York's in first. I don't have the standings on the show flow, but we can just pull them up on the phone. Yeah. Come on, producer. Yeah, here, I got it. I it's got part it. of your role over there. NHL but, uh, standings, Google search. But regardless, so news, well, we'll get to the standings here in a second. But yeah, news and notes, Shinnikov activated. He's in Cleveland. Uh, Liam Foodie, last week, um, they put him on waivers. They had to. Listen, like, Z came off of the IR, and we had to make room, and... Listen, Look, I, like I don't have the stats in front of me here, but I saw some. It was like night. Uh, I don't even know. It was a very small amount of goals and points in in a large amount of NHL games. Foodie's had his opportunities. He's had yeah, many, he's many had opportunities, opportunity. and has not proven. I mean, he's fa- he's a fast guy. He's got speed, and speed. we and we've known that. But other than that, I mean, it it just wasn't there for him. It wasn't clicking, and maybe yeah. he'll find a new spot in Nashville and and be good there. Hopefully, I don't know, but um, I mean that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the last time we've had a guy like that go on waivers and get claimed. Can you? I don't. Yeah, it's been a while. I feel like it's been a while. I feel He's, like the jackets notoriously, not notoriously, but like I feel like they don't put a lot of guys on waivers. They're very until, conservative until, with until it. Yeah, this year because Robinson went on waivers. They per, yeah they got Foodie on waivers. So like I feel like it's been a while since we've seen I feel like, like some a couple guys. guys more that could as well. I wonder too if if if. Yarmo or, or the front office uh, is look is reaching out and doing due diligence with other teams. Like, hey, if we put this guy on waivers, you going to claim him? Like, yeah. or just kind of getting some feelers out there to see if anybody's going to get claimed. And, and also, like, hey, if you do claim him and you want him, like, just we want to do a trade maybe in a couple. Yeah, months. no, ch- <laughs> yeah, there goes like, all your leverage, huh? Yeah, yeah. hey, we yeah. might put this guy on waivers, but don't pick him up because we're going to make a trade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't pick him up. We're going to trade pick him, him up. <laughs> Is this another, uh, is Liam Foodie another uh, old Yarmo draft bust? 
Uh, yes. I mean, yeah. we'll see. First, first rounder. He is on He is on this team for sure. Yeah. If he goes somewhere else and does well, then, you know, well, good job, I guess. Yeah. Not here. Uh, I, I don't see him going anywhere else and doing anything like Sonny Milano. I mean, Milano went other places and did okay. I mean, he was part of that crazy goal that Zegers had last year with the flip over the net and he yeah. paddled it in and... And Washington whatever. seems to like him. They they like they they're doing uh they're doing like a chia pet night for him or I think they already did like with his with his fro that he's got so that's that's cool he's getting attention there but Washington's garbage too and Good. I mean if he if he does Good. well on if he does well on that team it's not really saying much right yeah, now it's kind of like seeing, the Blue Jackets last year I think seeing Washington and Pittsburgh both kind of you know Pittsburgh's bad this year come out of the gate slow right now yo did you see that so happy did you see that rookie defenseman for them last night knock himself out. I did not see that. Holy oh, shit. on that big hit? Yeah this, yeah, this guy, he did his rookie lap before this game, and then halfway through the second period, he lays a hit and knocked himself out. It was a big hit, but he hit the ice hard. He was on the ice for a, a minute. Like, Damn, they, I, I it did took, not catch that. It took two players to pick him up, and he almost still fell over and like had to get him off. The, oh, it was bad. And it's hard to tell like what caused it, too. Like, I, it almost looks like him hitting the ice they, is what did it, but he also smoked that dude. He did. Yeah, it was a big hit. It was kind of a dirty hit. He went real high and left yeah. his feet. Uh, but I the, the broadcasters were saying they thought it was helmet to helmet. Like, they, they thought they smacked heads. And, like, the defense, Pinsburg, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He's a rookie. He's one of their top prospects, I think. Um, took the took the other guy's helmet like up under his chin Ooh. when he hit him. Yeah, like that's that's brutal. He went real high on that hit. So damn. Yeah. Ho- hopefully he's doing all right. Anyway, sorry, didn't, <laughs> no, not to derail us there. Or anything. Oh, you're good. But, yeah. you're, I, it just excites me to see Washington and yeah. Pittsburgh just bottom two teams on the Metro. Washington. One, let's go. Ovi finally got his first goal of the season last night. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the uh, what's the top of the metro right now? Top of the metro is Rangers at four and two with eight points, and then it is a three way tie for second between us, the Flyers, and the Devils, all with seven points. There you go, baby. Come on now. And no, they we look on. good. It's not. I don't think that that record is fluky right now. No, I, I I think I that the these wins that they've pulled out have they're solid wins. Yeah. I it, it, it's not a fluke by any means that. That game Spencer Martin put in when he came in for oh Elvis, my word, he looked great, and Elvis yeah. has looked good, and we'll get to that, but. I think that overall the team has played solid so far under Vincent, and they've had some saving graces with some offside calls and things like that, and yeah, they're and timely video. goals from from some guys. But that's what you need. Their video coach needs a raise <laughs> for real. Four, three, <laughs> three or four. I think three or four. I think already overturned in the first six games. Like, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Give All that right. dude a max contract. <laughs> so. News and notes. Uh, one more thing here to touch on before we get into all the games that the Jackets have been playing well in. Uh, old Per Pascal Vincent, old Vorankov, is going to be making his National Hockey League debut tomorrow versus the Montreal Canadiens. And who's who's out for that? Huh? So we uh, KJ. So, so we don't know yet. We don't know who's out yet. Pascal says it's going to be a tough call. Uh, that was you know uh, what he was saying today within the media presser. Uh, he did say that. Uh, well, according to the lines, Vorankov was practicing on the fourth line. With Corrali and Olivier, which is a pretty, uh, pretty dynamic line. I there. like that line. I tweeted today that line, that fourth line is terrifying. Yeah, that is a large. Will beat the well, yeah, shit well, out of you. How line. big is Veronkov? He's huge. He's six, uh, five, six five, six yeah. six, like two twenty. Yeah, maybe even. I think he's even heavier than that. Uh, but just all muscle, just just Russian muscle, dude. He's big, dude. The, yeah, I, dude, I I am excited for that fourth line tomorrow night. They they've already been doing well. Danforth has moved off that line. He started on that line and was scoring goals with Corrali. Yeah. Um. He's moved off that line, but 
with Olivier coming in, obviously. Uh, but Olivier last night looked great. Dude, I love Olivier. He looked dude, great. Yeah, that fourth line, Corrali is solid as shit, dude. Yeah. That fourth line is awesome. Yes. And if Voronkov does what he was doing in Traverse City, which Traver, he struggled in Traverse City at times, but he's with other prospects. If he's he's in there with Sean Corrali and and Matthew Olivier showing him the way uh, on that fourth line, dude, I watch out. That's a scary dude, line, man. Yeah, I, I love Olivier 100%. I'm glad. Like, his, his contract's nothing crazy. He's not a guy that's going to get you a shit ton of goals. He's a guy that has a certain role, and he he does that role very well. And the first game we won out in in this season, he was a part of that team. And then what happened? Pascal scratched him, and we lost. Not saying that Olivier is our saving grace. I that's I, I get that, but to have that kind of force behind you on that fourth line, I think is very beneficial for a team that's especially young like us, to where we can have a guy that can come in and back up these younger guys. Yeah. So I think, I agree. Yeah. So I think Olivier being in that lineup, I think it's. I think it should be a thing moving forward. I don't think he, no more healthy scratches for Olivier. No, he's he's solid. He's reliable. He's he's he puts yeah. his he puts his steel toe boots on and goes to work, dude. Exactly. Every game and it's it's fun to watch. I love 100%. that guy. Had a chance to meet him last year, uh, and just just a, off the ice and just a, a really down to earth, just solid dude, man. Just all the way around, everything about him screams Blue Jackets. That is that is a dude. I love it, baby. All right, but then the sorry. On Twitter, I did see it earlier today. The healthy scratch for tomorrow is more than likely Kent Johnson. So they've been he's been doing the green jerseys, right? So the green yeah. jerseys are the guys in practice who are probably going to be healthy scratch the next game. That's I mean, it's kind of calling guys it's, out. I don't know if other coaches before yeah. that have done this, um, but it's call it's it's in a way calling yeah. guys out. Like work harder. Let's see. It has it. it's been pretty consistent with the green jerseys. Anybody in practice that has worn a green jersey prior to a game, it seems to have been healthy scratch. So. Um, listen, so what? Like I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm high on Kent Johnson. I love Kent Johnson. Um, I think that there was some times in his game, especially last night, where he was he was lacking. And um, and listen, listen, like even in the you know the first couple podcasts, especially when Pascal scratched him because he didn't see the work ethic in his game in terms of practicing prior to the season. I was pissed off. I was like, fuck that. That's dumb. Ken Johnson's coming off an incredible rookie year. You put this guy in the lineup. That's a dumb decision by a brand new head coach. Like it's also a bold decision. But in hindsight, listen, I when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'm gonna say, you know, from what I've seen here over the past over this past week, I'm I'm gaining a new trust in Pascal Vincent, something that I that it took me a while to come around. I'm not gonna lie, it took me a while to come around because listen. I last episode I was just not a big fan of Pascal, especially with how it came out the gate with this team. It, we looked rough, we looked bad, and but it could have also been the opponents that were playing because you can't you can't you can't downplay the teams that you're playing when they're really good. And so when Kent Johnson was that healthy scratch that first game, I was like, "Fuck Pascal, get him out of here! This is stupid!" <laughs> like right out the yeah, gate, yeah, you had like a good five minute rant on uh, it. Too. I know I did, I know I did, but again. You know, coming into you know this previous week, I've been impressed with the way like these, especially this. It's a young team again, and they re, they rebounded right after that Red Wings game in a big and impressive way against Calgary twice, twice, and then a back to back home and away yeah. back to back, and they went and, and showed out in, in Minnesota yeah. the night after. So if Kent Johnson's wearing that jersey to where he could potentially be a healthy scratch, and that's the that's the rumors on social, um, you know, based off of his performance last night against Anaheim. You know, I, I guess I kind of see where Pascal's coming at. And again, I will admit when I'm wrong there. I will admit. Yeah, we're still early. It's still very early, and Kent Johnson is still going to be a very pivotal part of this team, no doubt about it. But if he, he needs a fucking kickstart in the in the back of the 
But to get going, and if Pascal is going to provide that, then I'm cool with that. So let's take a separate route real quick. If we go down, we're later in the season, we're running up on the trade deadline. Roslovic's still like top three in scoring on the team as he is right now. Like looking mm. great. And Roslovic looks good right now. He does. I'm not, I don't want to talk about Roslovic though. Yeah. And he's and part of the show flow. We we get later. to that we get to that point where we're looking to move guys because we have so much depth on the wing. It, are we looking at possibly like a, a line A trade, maybe a Kent Johnson trade to to get some cap out of here and maybe bring it back in some assets? I mean, this is way too early. Yeah, Dude, way like, too early. I know it's early, but I hey, that's why I'm like hypothetically. I don't know because I mean this offense has looked great without line A. Uh, they they seem like when Line A's on the ice, they're always trying okay. to get him the puck. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You said the offenses look great without Line A. Okay, last game we scored two goals. They only scored two last night? Yeah, three to two. Oh, okay. So not great. Minnesota, they scored five. Scored, yeah, scored five. Sure, and then the sure. Calgary game, they scored three. three. One was an empty net, but yeah. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't say our offense is clicking on all cylinders. They look good. They look more cohesive than I've seen them in years past, for sure. But... What's really frustrating to me is the goal scorers aren't scoring goals. Like, yeah, is that how that's, can that's, that be that's frustrating when it's still ending in a good way? I mean, no, like, because I mean, ultimately, our goal scorers are gonna get hot. Maybe I mean, but I mean, can, we can get into it here. I mean, do you, is it a bad thing to have guys that don't normally score no, goal, like score listen, goals I, to I, get hot? Like, I this? love, I absolutely love a collective effort. But I also want to see the guys that we're paying to score goals, score goals. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Gaudrill, zero goals right now on the season. He's looked good. He's shot the puck a lot, and he's hit the crossbar many times, and he's been very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Laine, I think he's – is he still looking for that first goal of the year? He's got one. He's got yeah, one. he's got one. So, like, I think just out the gate, the our bona fide goal scorers that we expect to do the job have just not been doing it, and the rest have been picking it up, which is not a bad thing to happen – but the guys that you want to rely on right now just aren't doing it. And I think once they start to do it, sure, like we're going to be firing. I think line is a guy, you know, you got to keep a guy like line. I think once those goal scorers wake up, our offense will be scary. Yeah. Uh, Based off of how they played through the first Mar- six I mean, games Marchenko comes to mind, right? Texier yeah. comes to mind. Texier still doesn't have any points on the year. And he hasn't looked bad. No, he's no. hunting for it. He's close. He looks good. He's, he's creative with the puck. And I, I think that it's there for him. Um, Still no assists is crazy, but I don't know if he had any last night. I'll have to check. Oh, no, he's still zero. Yeah. yeah. But but Marchenko, it's what, three assists now through six games, so that's not terrible, but that's, that guy's a goal scorer. He was last year. He broke the rookie record last year, Dude, right? He's, and he, He's had the opportunity. He's been trying. He's gotten good looks. I understand, yeah. but it's not going through, and it's got to yeah. go through. I mean, the, yeah. it, it, look, I'm not comparing him to Austin Matthews, but you look at Austin Matthews, he had th- six goals through two games at one point. Like yeah. The goal scorers are going to find ways to score. Yeah, and that, it, it, You can put it on net all day, and that's another issue I have with them last night. Put the fucking puck on net and stop... Ugh. They're that trying. Minnesota game, they had like what fifty four shots though. Oh my word! Yeah, they, they were out. They almost. I think didn't they almost double Minnesota shot total? They did. Yeah, yeah. they did. I I think it was also like the third most shot count in Blue Jackets history. That's crazy. Fucking insane. let it rip, dude. That's not. I mean, that's not bad. Like over fifty shots on goal in a game is like that's that's, that's up that's there rare. for yeah, most teams, even I think. But I mean, I think we should just get into the games. We can talk about the players and yeah. the performances. All right, let's go been. on to old segment one. There we go. Good job, Braden. One for one. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> one for one. Or two for two if you count the intro. That's right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You're on. Yeah, no. You're, you're looking good, my guy. Batting a thousand. <laughs> so, uh, put, me, seg- put me in the hall. Segment one, uh, not so bad, BJ's. So, <laughs> c- coming out the gate, you know, last episode, 
me and Warden, me and Warden had some hot takes. Like it, we just, it didn't look good. But granted, now when we look at Detroit and how well they're doing, like it kind of makes a little more sense. Things are kind of coming together. So starting off Kick with the shit out of the Rangers. Yeah, I know we. Oh did. no, then we did have a win. Then we were one and. Yeah, we were one and two. Yeah, we were one and two going. Yeah, into one yeah. and two. I thought there were three games before the last podcast. Yeah, I was to think. No, there were. It was yeah. It was it was Detroit, New York, and Philly. We played those. Yeah, no, New we, York was the second game of the year. Yeah, no, we played three games before the last podcast. Yeah, yes, that's what I was said. And then the, the, you guys didn't cover them last week. Oh, that's what right. I was saying. Fair enough. That's all. Anyways, yeah, the fuck I feel like we talked Rangers. a little bit about the Rangers. Yeah, maybe. Pretty sure we did. Anyways, all right, so coming off the uh, old terrible Red Wings game, the Jackets have now bounced back big, collecting points in the last three out of three games, which you love to see. Winning two of those games, uh, one versus Calgary, 3-1, to one, Minnesota 5-4 in OT. So starting off with the Calgary game, Wawrinski. Did I say it right? Yeah, nailed it. Hell yeah, baby. Come on now. Uh, he had a goal and assist in his return versus Calgary. Corrali and Danforth. With the other two goals, Spencer Martin came away with uh, his first win of the season. An impressive little, you know. Dude, just a, he looked just good. Gave, gave up only one goal in that Calgary game, which you love to see. Um, so, yeah, just kind of talking about the Calgary game, bouncing back from the Red Wings game. Um, I mean, positive because, again, like I kind of my biggest thing from last episode was like I was just scared. I was very scared of the bounce back situation in terms of Again, how young we were, I wasn't sure how this team was going to react. I didn't know I, the verdict's still out on Pascal Vincent. And the boys came out. They came ready to go. Yeah, ready it was a great go. bounce back, right? So at home, they played, they've played. they played five of their six games at home so far this year. Uh, the only away game being at Minnesota, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Um, but that yeah, that other home game against Which I Calgary. I say, pause one second. The Minnesota game. So my neighbors invited me to come over to drink. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, and... Uh, they invited me, and I I was only like two beers in, and then they brought they brought out the fireball, and I don't know who finished tweeting that game, but thank you because <laughs> I know I started. I'm pretty it. sure it was me. <laughs> okay, because I usually pick it up if I notice you're not tweeting. Yeah, I yeah. know. I I think I started the first period. I think I started like the first tweet, and then I was just like. I was three fireballs in plus the couple beers, and my neighbors just kept giving them to me. I so. think I had, I think I had lo- like sent like three or four tweets for you. Were like, can somebody take over? And I was like, yeah, man, I got this. I got it, buddy. That sounds on 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 brand. But go ahead, sorry. No, no yeah, that, I I think that is a, a testament to Pascal Vincent and the leadership in the locker room. We've got yeah. Corrali, Boone, Warinsky, like these guys, these alternate captains, and Branson, Gubranson, Gubranson's. Come on. He's been good. Dude, I, mean, I just, on. I love his energy when he's on Listen, the ice. Listen, the biggest thing I said about Gabranson last year, because he got shit on a lot last year, but the whole team just fucking sucked last year. The biggest thing I said about him, if you get, he's, he's an experienced veteran, and if you get him around a winning team or a team that can succeed, he's a guy you're going to want on your team absolutely he's oh, the yeah. guy he's the guy that's that's run he he's running guys that are hitting the young guys yes. which is yeah. exactly what he should be doing and i i think i said i tweeted something about uh if if all he does this season is go after dudes that are that are hitting our young that are like hitting our young players like going after fantilly and shit like that that he's worth all four million and I, I think i tweeted it after the calgary game after that line a hit i'm like if he's just there to yeah. beat the shit out of dudes that yeah, try to pull it, shit like that. I'm like, I he's worth his contract. That's sen- exactly. Me. That sends a message that we're not here to be fucked with. You're not going to fuck with our young guys 
at all. Again, the youngest team in the league, one of the youngest teams. I don't, I don't know. It's it's like right there. We're like We're, right there with two yeah. other teams. It's like 25.4 or something. Something like 26.4, I think. Like 26. yeah. Maybe. I don't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that him and Olivier and now Voronkov and Corrali and Boone is running guys. Like there is a camaraderie between these guys that us and other outlets subjectively, even like Pierre, um, oh, I must, oh my God, I must call him Pierre-Luc Dubois. <laughs> Jean-Luc <laughs> Grandpierre. Close. They're both French, really. right? Uh, French names. They got hella French names. No, they're both French. Uh, saying that, um, this the, the whole thing that happened before the season with Babcock and Vincent coming in is going to bring these guys together even stronger, and we're seeing that. We are legitimately seeing that every night on the ice with the older veterans going after thugs that are going after our young players. Rasmus Anderson, dude. That was fucking yeah. dirty. Thuggish, my guy. I mean, you are three seconds left in a game, and you are going after Patrick Line throwing... And there are, th- there are people on Twitter like defending him still after Batman even upheld the four game suspension saying that was not a dirty hit, putting screenshots on Twitter. Like that means anything saying he didn't leave his feet. Watch that is one of the dirtiest hits I have ever seen in the game of hockey. That's maybe not true, but (laughs) in the, in the situation, in the situation that it was in, that is probably the dirtiest hit I've ever seen three seconds left in a game that you're down by two and you're leaving your feet, throwing elbows at somebody's head, dude, you should, what yeah, the like, fuck are you doing I, here? I heard people like on Twitter, I, I read people's tweets saying like, well, it's just common hockey, like, you know, respect to just not try to shoot for an empty netter when you're up by two. He was dumping the puck. He was getting yeah. it down the Dude, ice. I know. Tr- I'm on your side. It, it w- When I saw those tweets, I was like, you guys are fucking stupid. Dumb as shit. Like idiots. <laughs> like, truly like, like delusional. You're telling me Anderson is going to risk a four game suspension because he doesn't want Patrick Line to shoot a potential empty netter. It's with, un- with that's two unbelievable. seconds yeah, no. left in the game. And now, now Anderson doesn't get to play in that outdoor game against Edmonton. So on fuck him for that. That's oh, Heritage good. Classic. And that was the when. So when I heard the appeal was happening, and like when there was some uh, there were some quotes that came out from Anderson during that appeal, where he was just kind of like, "Can you make it three so I can play in the Heritage Classic?" It was going to be a sympathy, yeah. And I'm so listen. I'm glad they stuck to it. I'm not like. I'm not a big commissioner hater like Gary Bettman and whatever. Okay, he he was a guy that was instrumental in bringing the Blue Jackets to Columbus. Yes. Dude, does everybody hate commissioners in every league? Yes. It's the tradition. That's just what yeah. you do. You boo the commissioner. Except Adam Silver. Everybody loves Adam Silver. <laughs> well, he kind of looks like a... Like NBA. A, he looks yeah, like I know. A, do they? Yeah. Well, they did. Do they not anymore? I don't he like know. Brought, he like brought betting into the league and shit. Like he... Um, yeah, maybe everybody I'm loves Adam Silver. He looks like a, on NBA like stuff, one of them uh, lizard people. He does like he, he, <laughs> he looks does. Like a he does. He's like he, look, yeah. he could be like uh, what's his the Facebook guy's brother no, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah. yeah, they could be siblings. I saw him Honestly, blink yeah. sideways one because they're both lizard people. Yeah, I'm telling you. I think <laughs> I saw him blink sideways. <laughs> I know for sure Zuck is a lizard person, but I think Adam Sil- Silver is definitely related. Silver covers it up better. Yeah, no, he does. He yeah, does, but we'll yeah. we'll save that for the conspiracy <laughs> podcast over the summer huh? that we never do. That's the conspiracy. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we actually do these? <laughs> but but the fact that, like, you know, that Bettman up, upheld it because I was just kind of looking at, like, oh, we're the Blue Jackets. Uh, they're probably going to be like, oh, we're going to reduce it to two games after the NHL, you know, players association, got in, players association got involved. And they didn't. And, you know, Bettman says, no, four games. And I, I think... I think Anderson should be out every single game that Line is out at this point. And I think four games will end up being that. I yeah. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I I don't know. But the only I, I'm I assume that 
Line A went into concussion protocol. I'm sure yeah. that he got a concussion from that hit. Yeah, 100%. And that's why he's been out for the, the amount of time. I don't know if I didn't see anything else that happened. He wasn't. I don't know. I, I can't see any of the injuries. They, from that. Yeah, they had it upper body. It was upper body, and the Blue Jackets are, are not every team does this, but the Blue Jackets never give information on injuries ever. Other teams do. The Blue Jackets do I feel not. Like for the most part, most teams don't. Not that that matters, but I I think Line A being out for will probably be out three to four more games. I would I would assume so. That will probably add up to be honest, yeah. and that's yeah. that's probably kind of what they were looking at too because they can't. They can't just say, oh, you're out for as many games as he's hurt. Like, you can't yeah. just do that. So you, I, I think that on... That should be how it works, though. I Maybe. Can, can that, you imagine? But that could get... Can you imagine, though? That could get real sticky real quick. Yeah. You I know, know what I mean? I, I know it could, but could you imagine if that was the protocol? You, the, the amount of intentional hits like that would be, like, just absolutely taken back by all these players. I think that would, like, start taking hitting out of the game altogether. Yeah, which... Guys would be scared. It could be. I mean, if... Um, <laughs> I don't think it was a dirty. Uh, Warinsky did this to himself last year when he tore his labor. Yeah, but, that yeah. dude would have been out the whole year. But <laughs> not him because he didn't really he didn't do anything. But if if somebody were to board Warinsky, yeah, you know, and not necessarily on purpose, but a boarding or a cross check to Warinsky, and then he tore his I mean, labor yeah. on the, then you're yeah. out for the rest of the season with Warinsky. It. It's a very slippery slope for sure. But I'm saying like full on like guy leaves his skates, full on intent to do something. You're out as as long as this guy's out. And again, I think and also you lose your pay, you lose everything. I, and I going back to that, I think that's kind of what they're trying to do yeah. is is get a feel for how long Line A would be out. I I think I don't know. This is what it feels like, and then and then they suspended him for four games because of that. They're not just they're basing that off of something, right? And, they're not and, just pulling four games yeah. out of midair. And four yeah. games is is in this league is pretty substantial. So like it really is, yeah. yeah. So, and mm, I think it should have been. I think it should have been at least no. five. So, I mean, but that's. Yeah. Good on the NHL, like I think that that's awesome, and that that Ander- not awesome with the situation, but <laughs> with with Anderson getting that. Four no, games, it's good. They they. It's I feel well, like in, absolutely well worn. The majority of people are saying it's. The, I mean, it's the right decision. It's the yeah. right decision. Elliot Friedman on Thirty Two Thoughts even was talking about. He he really tread lightly because he has to stay like down the middle. He has to stay the, down the middle. He has to stay down the middle, but. It, he was saying that it's going to get appealed before they actually put the appeal in. He told everybody it's going to be appealed. He didn't like the hit. He hated the hit. Jeff Merrick said he hated the hit. Everybody's saying it's a dirty hit, but they might reduce it a game for a sympathy like suspension because so he could play in the outdoor classic. But they yeah, did. But I'm glad they did. Gary and I'm glad Bettman they did. said no. You get all four games, and you are not going to the Heritage Classic, my sir. Eat a dick, Rasmus Anderson. Come on now. Who did? Who was it a few years? It was a Josh Morrissey. You remember that slash he had? I think it was on Marchenko, maybe. Marchenko was going for an empty netter. We were up by two already. We were in a Winnipeg. A few years ago on It might have been last year. It might have been, been last year. Last year it, yeah. Josh Morrissey's... Maybe it was on Texier <clears throat> two years ago. I think it was on Texier. Slashed mm. the shit out of him. Like, broke his finger, I think, or something like that. On, yeah. a, on an empty net attempt when there was nobody around him. Yeah. And he got nothing. You got nothing. The, like the the yeah. dirty fucking shit happens to us, and it's just six one four rule. This is one of the first times yeah. I think that I've seen something go our way as it Dude, should. I fucking love it, and it's I not even it. our way. It's just against Calgary. Fuck Calgary, yeah. huh? <laughs> right? Come on now. Mwena. All right. So moving on, Minnesota game, which we also came away with a dub. Oh, so go back. To, I want to go back to the Calgary game one more time. All right, one more. Go. Yeah. I was at that game. We yeah. were sitting in one hundred three, and there were two Flames fans in front of me that were wearing Goudreau jerseys. First of all, I want to speak on that. There, you would never catch me dead 
in Madison Square Garden in a Rick Nash jersey, Panarin jersey. or in a Panarin jersey yeah. ever. Yeah. For any reason. What the like that's that's very, like that's like fuckboy mentality. Very right? Weird. Like what are we doing? Very weird. And then when that Anderson hit happened, I was like two and a half uh, Elvis juice is deep at that yes, point. Yes, good. Even after, and then our bar before that, right? So I was, I was feeling good, yelling at fucking Anderson on the ice and shit. And those guys were like, "That wasn't dirty. What are you talking about? Watch was, the hit, all this shit." My God. And so I'm like, look at. We all watched the replay together, and then they just left. They went out the other way. They wouldn't walk in front of me. They yeah, just yeah, they went out saying. the opposite way and like waited in line to get out the long way, yeah. so they didn't have to cross me. Fucking assholes. Well, yeah, no, it goes yeah. back to they're probably so, from Columbus too. So we, yeah. had, so it kind of goes back to. We had a tweet that came through for, through the artillery talking shit about us, how we're a bunch of frat boy drunk dudes that <laughs> don't know anything. You guys, I look at you two and I think frat boy. Not wanna, me, though. I want to yeah, put yeah. that on a shirt. I want to so put that I think tweet that on a shirt. It's a screen cap of the tweet on a t-shirt. I'd wear that every day for yeah. the rest of my oh, life. So, so good. Yeah, the tweet was like, the artillery is a bunch of drunken frat boys that have no right to talk about anything. Like Their podcast is stupid. <laughs> And it so, is. So, what did, so what did I do from the artillery? I retweeted it. And then he deleted it immediately. <laughs> and then the dude deleted it. Immediately. Deleted it. If you're going to retweet it, oh, they deleted it? They, they deleted, deleted their it. tweet immediately. Because awesome. we were like, yeah, we are. Look at this. So yeah. similar to that. Like, they just, the Calgary fans just like. They Cowards. Just, just, Cowardice. Cowards. Also, Own up to your shit if you're going to talk shit. If you're going to talk shit to the artillery, I'm going to retweet that. Because, A, we all find it fucking hilarious. It's hysterical. And. Hey, my, the way I look at it is, man, I don't need a burner account to call you a pussy, huh? Exactly. I mean, grow up. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, and then off the Kyle thing, too. I saw me and my mom went to that game. Kyle and Danny met my mom. Oh, That's right. She's amazing. Come yeah. on now. Um, She's great. Oh, Aaron's great. She went yeah. to our bar with us afterwards. That's right. We Come had a on. great yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but, Shit, I forgot about that. That's yeah. right. That was amazing. <laughs> and then, um, But we're walking in, and these three dudes walking in in front of us, all in Pittsburgh gear. My mom goes, are they playing Pittsburgh tonight? I went, fucking no. Of course not. No, it's just Columbus goes, dudes are wearing Pittsburgh. what are they doing? I was like, they're fucking dickheads. I'm like, I couldn't yeah, tell you. That's, that's it. all there is to say about it. But yeah. yeah it's, no, just, it's, like, it's the same thing. Why are you wearing like an opposite team? Public service announcement. <laughs> if you live in Columbus, fuck it. If you live in Pittsburgh and you show up to Columbus, <laughs> to Nationwide Arena, for a game against the Calgary Flames, and you're wearing a Pittsburgh jersey, suck a dick. you are you are a, like a federal douchebag. No. Fuck you. That's facts. You are. You have to. You have to register with the government as being a douchebag. <laughs> as a douchebag. Douche that is ridiculous. Well, you yeah. have to tell everybody you walk by. Hey, dude, I was there. What are you doing? Yeah, look at me, bag. everybody. <laughs> opening night. When Assholes. I, opening night. I saw a Pittsburgh jersey. Just walking around the concourse. Of course you did. It's every game. It's so dumb. There's somebody there every game. Or and like I yell disease. at them every game. I wish I would have seen them. All right. Anyways, just, moving before on. Before we get off too much. He was wearing sweatpants with Cheeto stains and breathing out some fucking mouth. So <laughs> Mouth breather. That's a fucking Pittsburgh fan for you. But anyways, moving on. Minnesota game. Uh, Danforth got the game going with his third goal of the season. What was the score of the Minnesota game? 5-4. Win. Us overtime, yes. Yeah, okay. Sorry, they just wasn't on the show flow, and you didn't tell anybody. So it's I just want to make show it is on the show flow that we won five to four in overtime. Well, we got the OT winner. Yeah, I put the OT. Winner oh, on gotcha. The show. Well, the the listeners didn't know. Okay, yeah. So the old Minnesota game, we got the old dub, uh, five to four in OT. Nice. But I want to highlight Danforth for a second. His third goal of the year. He's going uh, nuts. I will say every time I watch him, even like you know the away the away game in Minnesota. And uh, just Minnesota, Minnesota. <laughs> I, I I did bring out the accent, you did, there. which is weird because you're not from there. <laughs> I know. I just when I hear Minnesota, I just gotta go Minnesota. 
But uh, dude, Danforth just been a, a a force to be reckoned with. To, he's kind of picked up right where he left off prior to injury, and I love to fucking see that. Um, but yeah, so Danforth with his third goal this season, um, he's impressed. You know, very early on, Kent Johnson got his first goal of the season. Great shot! Oh, fantastic! Oh, it's shot. nasty. I will say, I know that I passed out early, but I did rewatch the game on YouTube. Good. Oh, yeah. they did like the night, like the ten minute game highlights. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a lifesaver. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, it's so great. I, I saw the I saw the KJ shot. It was great. Uh, Boone Jenner, he keep, he keeps finding the back of the net, baby. He's got four goals now on the season with that uh, with the goal in the Minnesota game, uh, and then. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in his National Hockey League career, Adam Fantelli. Yeah, beautiful. That was my Greg, yes. that was my Greg Murray. It was uh, insane. And he's he got, ours. He got mobbed. Did you see him when he went to the bench afterwards? Oh. He, he held up the f- number. F- like it took me five games to score a goal. <laughs> like telling everybody, "Come on, baby." Come so so good, on. man. And that that shot that he took, like. The quick, he had no space to get any, like, leverage at all. The release. And the release still off the end of his stick was just unbelievable. That release that that kid has, man, oh, I know. is unbelievable. And especially we're going to talk about the, in the Anaheim game, too. But, yeah, Adam Fantelli, baby, that shot. In- mm. Amazing. Are you hip to NHL Edge at all? Uh, that, is new, that the app you were talking it's, about? It's the new like NHL website they launched that's got advanced analytics. It's so, really just about speed and and yes, it's no. mostly miles per hour and time on ice. Yeah, so I, I, I went on yet. there one time when you dropped it in the group chat. Yeah, I have not like been like I've glued to it. <laughs> I've been like watching Elvis's stat, which he's not doing bad, but we'll get to that. We'll but get to it. yeah, uh, Fantilli is in the top two percent of players in the league this year so far with bursts of speed over twenty miles per hour. He has 29 bursts of speed over 20 miles per hour so far this season, which is like, it doesn't sound crazy when you say it, but when you think about that, how he can just get around dudes, mm-hmm. like just skate past guys in the neutral zone. And all of a sudden there he is and getting a shot off with that release that he has. It's, it's truly unreal that 98th percentile of dudes in the league in speed in in speed skating. And it is, it is I, I can't even. He's the best player on our team right now. Well, no, like, <laughs> yeah. like and, and we're going to talk about the Anaheim game, but like when it came down to the o- overtime with Anaheim, Pasco was quoted like, "Dude, he was a force. He had to be out there. A force. He it's had the to, best way to describe it. He mm. had to be out there for that faceoff in overtime versus Anaheim. Yeah, and there's no other way to put it. Like, I, he absolutely, is, he did. He is a force. That is the best way. He is so like." I can't even put it into words. He ha- he the way that he gets around dudes, he still has the puck. He's moving around guys with the puck. They don't even know where they're at half the time and then he's putting a shot on net. I it, it's just unreal. Best player on our team to this point and it's really not close. Like he doesn't have the points there yet, but he's there. He's tied with Bedard I think in points right now with one less game. Yeah, which Bedard I think, who? Which I will say, I think I feel like a lot of us granted listen, are we a homer podcast for the CBJ? Yes. Absolutely. Boy. I think realistically, we're kind of like, there's a lot of talent surrounding Adam Fantilli. And I think we all kind of agreed that we could see him coming out with more points this year than Connor Bedard. I could see it. Yeah. I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. I could absolutely see it. Absolutely don't. He's got to keep, if he keeps doing what he's doing, dude, he's on. A, he's already going on a good track. Yeah, also, he's hot. I have Bedard on my fantasy team, but that was before. Oh, dude, I have not but, kept up with fantasy. I know you haven't. You're 0-4, I think 0-3 or so. I don't know what you it's are. It's just so much. <laughs> Every just every when you take your morning shit, you just you adjust your lineup. I poop in the morning, 
nothing is on my mind other than pooping and getting back in bed. You're not telling me you don't have your phone while you're pooping? Not usually on my morning poop, no. Really? No. That's weird. That's really weird. Well, because uh, if you want to get analytical, uh, time to exit from the time I get on the porcelain, quick. But yeah, but like you... I, like, I, I don't have my phone. Well, no, same, but like... my. Well, not when my poop goes out. Sorry, uh, it's out right away. But I sit there for five minutes on my phone. Because no, it, I'd rather like, be back in bed. It's peace, solidarity is like nobody's distracting me. My, you know, Kyle, um, how do you poop in the morning? I come to work. <laughs> I just come to work. That's when I adjust my fantasy lineups. I got my Kyle my wakes up in Barthel's warehouse. <laughs> Feels like it, and I fall asleep here. <laughs> All right, moving on to the Anaheim. Oh, we got to talk about the game winner. Oh, the- yeah. Oh, yeah. So here you go. Uh, the So for the Minnesota game. Uh, went to Producer o- Braden at his best. Went to OT. You're just a Roslick fan. I'm not. A, no, I'm a oh, Benstrom no, You don't fan. like Roslick. Don't like Roslick. He does not like Roslick. So, uh, yeah. So the Minnesota game, the Wild tied it kind of, you know, later in, into the third. Went to OT and Mr. Old Trey bait himself, Jack Roslick. Gets it done very quick in OT. Good for him. Great shot. Oh, great shot. Speaking of speed, getting around dudes, man. He's fast with the puck right now. He looks really good. He looks good. He's trying to change my opinion. I know that's why he's playing so well. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Everybody on this podcast, I feel like everybody's been a Rosovic hater, especially Braden. And I have been the guy that's like, no matter what, no matter what season, he comes out with a good amount of points and he does what he's supposed to be doing. And I know, like, there's been some speculation about potential trades, about him maybe being on a move somewhere else. But from what I've seen lately, I like what I see. Rozovic, he was a healthy scratch a couple games, but every game he's been in, to me, he's been proving himself very well. Yeah, he's looked great. Uh, good. He's looked good, I think. He's, he's, he's on the puck. He doesn't turn it over. Um, he gets He makes good decisions, and it's... He's clearly worked on a lot of things in the offseason, and it's it's showing. Yeah. It's, it's clearly showing right now. And I, I am I was the one saying in the offseason, I can't believe he hasn't been traded yet. I've been mm-hmm. saying it the whole time, and I'm glad that he wasn't traded because he's been yeah. a reason that we're winning games. Like, he's, he's looking – literally, he's the reason we've won a game. So yeah. I, I'm glad to see it, and I love to see it. Yeah, uh, Elvis, though, in that game, he played well-ish – I don't Ish. think he played great in that game. I think he was bailed out by his offense, mm-hmm. um, 100% yep. putting up five goals, right? But I think he only saw 20-some shots and gave up four. So Ugh. it wasn't great for him. Uh, a lot of soft goals, I think. There was a few that, like, off the pads, off the glove, uh, that he just didn't track well, I guess. Um, he's got one of the the lowest uh, save percentages from long range in the league. Like, he's given up two goals from the point, like on wrist shots, right now so he's like at 830 something in in long range shots uh on save percentage so like that needs to get cleaned up um but when he's when he's under pressure in the crease and and under high danger shots he's he's doing well he's in the he's in the top top half of the league in goaltenders right now uh, when it comes to high danger chances on their and their save percentage so it's just it's backwards it feels like it's it's weird that he's letting in these soft goals from the outside that or almost seeing eye shots that he's just not tracking or getting screened or something. But when, when the puck's in close, that's when he, that's when he turns it on. It's, it's, it's good to an extent, but also like if you're saving the ones in close, you should be saving the long guys too, right? That's, that should not, those should not be going in from where they came from. And 
two of those goals in that Minnesota game were from like weird spots that yeah. that went off his pads or went off his glove and never should have went in, but did anyways. Yeah. All right, so moving on to the Anaheim game. So the, the old Ducks game, which I I never got a text about it. Granted, I wasn't going. You what? I wasn't going to the game, but never got a text because the text was, or I guess maybe they sent an email out to all ticket people that bought. Do you have the maybe. app? I do have the app. Do you have notifications turned on? I think so. Then you would have got a notification saying it was delayed. Yeah, so started off with a two-hour delay. So apparently Ooh. there was a power outage in the old arena district. But here's the thing. The fans still showed up. Yeah. They still showed up. They said over 16,000 still through the turnstiles. Through the turnstiles. Really? At Nationwide That's Arena. what they released. I feel like they're not going to fudge those numbers. I understand, like, tickets bought, right? I get that. But they were saying, like, through the gates, 16, 000, over 16,000 still showed up for that game. Yeah, showing out. Start, That's cool. 830, 8.30 start after a power, hour, power outage in the arena district. Um, I guess the transformer blew like underground. I That's what I what heard. Uh, yeah. Underground transformer blew at like 11 a.m. And it was an AEP transformer. They run the whole city. And also uh, AEP sucks. Power play. <laughs> the AEP power play. Yeah, I think it just gave more people more time at our bar. Here's the and thing. then they were drunk. Here's and they're the like, thing. fuck Arbar it. Our didn't have power either. Yeah, they did. They got it back on, I think, when the like arena about got six, it back they on. They got power Here, on at like 5.30. Here's yeah, the thing. So people are like, oh, let's just go drink before the game. Here's the thing with like bars and stuff not having power. You can still pour taps. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely still can pour, pour the taps. taps. And you can yeah. still make cocktails. You can go, go old-fashioned. Like, we're going to like your credit card. <laughs> like, you can. They, they got backup plans. Cash only, They baby. want your money. Trust oh, yeah. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, love to see the yeah, love to see love the fans to see the turnout. Out, but yeah, fans uh, turned out no matter the uh, old two hour delay there. Uh, no power in the arena for a while. Oh, but, but the old uh, there was plenty of power plays. Good Jordan, good delivery. Was that a good delivery? I thought it was. It's a hell of a joke. Plenty of fucking power. Oh my goodness! There's so a, many peepees. The Blue Jackets had seven peepees. <laughs> the Ducks had four. Eleven total peepees. In this game. You got to love PPs. Every period, I feel like nobody could really get a constant flow of consistency with the lines they wanted to make happen because the the refs were just very whistle-happy in this game. Yeah, they were. There was a lot of power plays. A lot, very whistle It almost happy. felt like towards the end of the game, too. I think there was, what, six minutes left. We had there was we had, we had a, two penalty kills in, in the third period with less than six minutes left, I think. Yeah. And the one of the two of those, both of them actually felt like makeup calls. It was the slashing on Elvis that... He didn't even touch the fucking dude. He yeah. dove. It was a dive. It should have been an embellishment. I will say, Elvis did attempt two slashes. He did, but he missed them. He didn't touch them. He didn't and touch them. And the dude <laughs> fell over anyways. He attempted it's embellishment. Them. He attempted them. So it's kind of a matter of like, are the reps are like, okay, we see what you're trying to do. So. Well, why'd he fall? True. True. That's he, what I'm saying. No, he didn't touch no, him. Why'd he fall? Yeah. Why is he falling over? Yeah, he did. Flopping. He, Even he, you, yeah. you miss a slash, he doesn't fall over. You move on with the game. That's what should have happened. Yeah. And instead, we get there's embellished, embellished a penalty. And Elvis got the slash, and I feel like that was a makeup call. And then the yeah. next one on Severson makeup. going down the ice, it was a makeup Huge call. There was no call. fucking slash there. Huge they were puck call. battling, and homeboy got hit in the balls with a with Severson's <laughs> stick, and they called it a they yeah. called it a slash. Yeah. Like, dude, get. I mean, what are we doing here? That's unbelievable. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Like, did they score on that last power play? Yeah, yeah, they did. They sure did. Yeah, uh, yeah, if not, the no, power yeah. play like right there at the end of the game, like it wasn't it wasn't many much time left. 
And we everybody saw it. We all saw it coming. I mean, the ice was tilted. Two power plays back to back for Anaheim. Yeah. With with less than six minutes left, the it, it's going to it's coming. Like we all saw it coming. I was just waiting for overtime at that point, even though we we're up by one goal. No. You know. No. Hundred percent. Like it was. Yeah. It was. So like I I wasn't at the game. I was watching watching it on TV, and I saw like Elvis Elvis's attempt to. Dude, the slashes. <laughs> right. And I was kind of looking at the refs. The refs are kind of like, you tried it twice. All right, dude. Like, <laughs> to the box you go. But, but no, it was a very good, very good acting job. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> very good. But, yeah. Uh, hey, let's so, talk about who scored. All right. So, yeah, here we go. So, Bimstrom. Yes! Sorry. So, he, he got things rolling with the Anaheim game with a very Ovi Ovechkin-esque type goal from the top of the circle like this shot like as soon as it went in like listen i have i have my my thoughts about bimstrom i feel like most of you know my thoughts about bimstrom wrong and okay well whatever he you know a broken clock is right twice a day and when that shot went in my draw my jaw hit the floor really it was, it, was a, a, it was it was a filthy a good, shot. It was, it was a, a good shot. I have to look up the miles per hour. I don't think he got shot. much on it. I feel like that he almost whiffed on it. He didn't get as much on it as he wanted to. Yeah, and fooled the goalie goalie because of it. Like he thought it was, hey, that was thought planned. It, goalie Maybe. thought it was near side, uh, like cock shot, and it was it was backside floater. And that's kind of what yeah. I don't know. Like it was a good shot, but I don't think it was necessarily on purpose. Oh, he planned it. We talked after. I don't know. <laughs> did you? I'm sure you did. Yeah. yeah. His no, number one like, fan. I don't know. It like, was a good. It, it was a good goal. Good shot. I just mean, like watching from the TV perspective, like it. Yeah. I was just like, holy shit, that went in. Bimstrom did something. Oh my god. And watching <laughs> it on TV, I was. Yeah, I will say the same thing. It looked like pretty electric on TV. Yeah, yeah it was good. I I, I I watched it. I saw it. Not I mean, the that's right why TV. I'm saying this. I watched the, yeah. Not the right TV. Watched the whole game. I Yeah, it was a good shot. I look, More of it, right? I mean, more. We, we, it's, that's we're not, the, so that's we're not thing, basing it off that. It's more. We need more, thing, more, more and more. That's the thing about Bimstrom, and that's where my frustration lies all the fucking time is we never, we don't get this consistency from a guy like Bimstrom. Granted, it was a power play, so we had a better opportunity to get this type of shot off. But that's where I'm at with Bimstrom in his game. It's just like we don't see the consistency all the time. But when he does do something, it's like, holy shit, that was incredible. But then you you go 15 games and he doesn't do anything. Yeah, I will say that's the one drawback with him is when he does do something, it's incredible. Yeah, like a hat trick last season. Yeah, like, now out of nowhere. And then he and has then he this dis- shot. And then he disappears. And then he has this shot. So I will shot. say that's the one drawback yeah. with him. I don't know about I mean, maybe on the score sheet, but he's done good things otherwise to that point where he's keeping the puck in the zone. He's winning board battles and he's like, he's on the puck. He's, he's, he's hungry on the four check, which is exactly what you need from a guy like that. And it's, he's done good things. I think to this point, which is why Robinson was waived, put on waivers instead of Bemstrom when that time came last, last week. I think that if he continues that he's going to get rewarded. I mean, he kind of took over that spot for line a there with that one timer on the side, right on the wing. And, he he made it count absolutely, but now it's we need more of that. It's you, we're we're three years into the Bemstrom thing here. We're four years into the Bemstrom well, thing. I think we're going where four. It's, yeah. it's time to start producing because there are guys below you now. 
I mean, you think about guys that are playing in juniors this year that we still have. Jordan Dumais, Gavin Brindley, guys that are going to be here next year that are, are going to be hunting for these spots, man. And if you don't make it count now, it's it's you're done. It's done. Yeah. And I, I feel like we've been saying that now for a few years, but this is this is it. Like it's you have to do more of that throughout the season because you are getting the opportunities and it's not a mm-hmm. question. Absolutely. So moving on from Bimstrom getting that goal. There. <sighs> There it is. Such mm. a good crack. That sound is so nice. Do it again. <laughs> so two yes. games. Two games in a row. Mr. Adam Fantilli. What do they call him? Adamo? That's his name. Comes through. His full name is Adamo? Adamo Fantilli. Really? Like legally. Legally. Yeah. Like Adam. that's on his birth certificate? I, I don't know. I've never seen his birth certificate, but that's Let's like Let's get his, to the bottom of that. I, will, I mean, his parents. His parents were at the arena uh, last night. They're there like every home yeah. game. Yeah, and next home game, there. we got to find them and, and ask. And so, as soon as Adam Fantilli scored this goal, the Bali Sports cameras they like they panned to Fantilli's parents, and they were just buried in their phones because the amount of text messages and phone. Oh, calls. Oh yeah, I almost saw his. Uh, yeah, his, Fantilli's dad's phone vibrating out of his hand. <laughs> oh <It was> yeah, <laughs> the dude was like so so ecstatic. Two games in a row for Adam Fantilli. Uh, it was pretty much like a just an absolute individual effort by him to get this goal. Yeah. And, this and is a, this it is was the thing. so beautiful. We're not talking about like empty net goals. It, it's not been no, anything like it was through he traffic. Has a, he was going through defenders. Right. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not it anything was, where it was like beautiful. Goudreau pulls two guys and and Fantilli's wide open on the backside with an open net. You know nothing no, like that. It's it's Fantilli, Fantilli making the play coast to coast, yes. making getting it down. Mm-hmm. This this goal specifically coast to coast, getting it down to the to the left wing and just getting a shot off and there's nothing it could do about it it looked effortlessly it's unbelievable yeah and that's i will say that's the one thing that i love about him like more than i think above anything else he's not afraid to put the puck on net if he has the puck on the end of his stick and he thinks he has a chance he's letting it rip because he's got a release like his release is up there with like lines i feel like yeah like it's Dude, oh, it's truly un- I cannot speak highly enough about Adam Fantilli so far, yeah. and and that what just besides scoring four points in six games as a, as a rookie so far on this team, and also like everything he's done off the puck is just great, and also mm-hmm. like just the, the the fact that he scored against the team that just like passed, passed him, him up, passed him up in the draft, while the guy that they passed him up on the draft for is sitting in the press box because they have him on load management, which I will say unreal. It's, I don't think I think there's a I think it's a there could be a benefit no. to it. Can you imagine if the Blue Jackets drafted second overall? No fucking way. Second overall and all of a sudden the front office is like, "All right, well, development and strength and load management like we're going to like not play this guy as much as we we're gonna like sit him once once a week or twice a week. The fans would just go berserk. I would yeah. riot. Oh, I, I would, would riot. I would be absolutely pissed, dude. That like I think that they talked about it on the broadcast last night. It was like the last guy they can remember. And Rimmer was talking about this before the game too. Yeah, they were trying to Anaheim's play by play guy. An- they were talking Anaheim's play by play was trying to sugar, like sugarcoat it. Like, oh well, I see what they're doing and all this like. No, he's just getting information so, from the team, and that's what and, the team's and he, saying. And, I mean, well, yeah, and he works for the team, so he has to say that, and I understand that. But oh my, you got a guy like Leo Carlson who already has a goal under his belt. He scored in his and, first game, and he's he's looked good. So but that's wh- like they were talking you, about. What are the, you doing? The last guy that they can remember that's been anything like that was Steven Stamkos, and Stamkos is in his third, like third, 32, 33 now, right? I yeah. think older than that. So like that's been. 
12, 13, 14 years ago where that's this has happened like, of note. And Leo Carlson, I think, probably is a is a higher touted prospect coming out of of uh, coming into the draft than probably Stamkos was, I, I would yeah. think, yeah. to this point. You have one, two, and three being so, like those guys could be number one in any draft in the last 20 years is what we were told. So yeah. I, it doesn't make any sense to me why they're sitting Carlson for this because you look at Bedard and he's killing it in Chicago and they're just throwing him out there with one of the worst teams in the league. Chicago has the lowest salary cap hit in the league right now. They have like... 12 million in cap space or something like that. Like they're not paying anybody. They've got nobody out there with Bedard. He's playing every game. Fantilli is crushing it in everything that he does in every single game. And you got Carlson sitting out three games a week because, oh, I we don't want to we don't want to push him too hard. <laughs> a year after he's playing in the Swedish professional league with 30 year olds. Yeah. Like, like what are, what are you doing? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. I would have oh, actually. And yeah, I'm not I even forgot. an Anaheim fan, and I'm pissed I forgot about that. It. I thought he was coming from, um, like a shorter league season. No, or a shorter it, it, season league. I forgot that like he was a junior, playing. like a junior, yeah, league? like something no, like that. I forgot he was playing pro. He, he is a prospect, but last yeah. year as a seventeen-year-old, he's playing in a professional I league. I forgot that part as a center with with guys NHL age, like twenties yeah. yeah. through thirties. Yeah, no, and, I I absolutely would have loved to have seen like Fantilli Carlson just go toe to toe. I think that like dude, like it's not going to be like an insane battle because you know they're both you know just freshly drafted, but to see them like to, to battle back to back and kind of see what they could possibly do together. I think that would have been very entertaining to watch. Yeah. yeah. Too bad. Carlson didn't have a chance. Did you see the, the interview with uh, Fantilli and Metzold before the game? Mm. Not with Fantilli. No. I they're, saw the Marchenko. The Marchenko <laughs> thing was funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were, so they're doing warmups and they call Fantilli over to talk to Metzold real quick on, on Bally sports network and who's been better this year to be fair. Yeah. The Bally sports network. There hasn't been any down, like downstreams, six like games yeah. in, <laughs> they are twenty seconds behind on the stream, which sucks. Which is but not that long. Pretty bad. <laughs> I think like no, I, think I get like, on one of my I get on one of my websites and it's like three second delay. Yeah. Bally is twenty, like, and that's I'll, the source. I feel like last year was probably about a minute. Oh, so, so bad. They've gotten better with in terms of fair like, enough. The they've pro- they've progressed. Yeah, uh, but Mets old asked Fantilli um, something about Carlson and. Uh, would you have liked to play against him tonight? You know, you being the number three and him being the number two and good question. Yeah. And Fantilli goes, Oh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I guess Carlson's just getting some rest tonight. And then he said, see ya. <laughs> and then skated off. <laughs> I love it. And then like, it's just, I, I don't, like, I don't know. I guess he's just getting some rest tonight. See ya. I love and it. Then just, like took off. <laughs> Come on now. Like, yeah. Come on, Fantilli. That is my, it. that is my fucking dude. I love it. I absolutely oh, love it. So, I yeah, love the, Adam uh, Fantilli. The old Anaheim game, which was, I mean, overall, I was not displeased with the Jags' performance. I thought it was a good game. I thought the they did play like, well. Yeah, absolutely. They, they to me, they looked good. Unfortunately, we had some a little bit of defensive breakdowns in overtime. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that was so, it. Was if you go back and watch that clip of it, oh, yeah. I tweeted the it's clip so of Sillinger on that on that last. I mean, That's I'm honestly bad. surprised that Sillinger's not getting scratched the way he played the last couple games. I yeah, mean, he could be a guy that gets scratched. We'll we'll see uh, come tomorrow, but. Yeah, the Jackets do fall 3-2 in overtime. And you really, listen, I know that, like, I am hard on Elvis. I get it. Like, I'll, it, it's almost warranted to a certain extent to, to be hard on this guy because, like, he hasn't proven a lot lately. But in this game versus Anaheim, there were two breakaways in OT. He stopped the first one. Yeah. It looked fantastic. Yes. The yeah. dude fucking did it. He looked good. But if you continually 
defensively break down in overtime and give him give Anaheim another opportunity to do it. They found a way and they did it. And unfortunately, and I don't, I don't fault Elvis at all for that for for that loss. I don't either. No, I, I I and I said this last night. I I think that he played a good game. I yeah, I really I think do. He did yeah. Not a, I wouldn't say great. I mean, you well, know, there well, was still he, he played that five game. hole goal that he let through yeah, was was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, he'll he's going to clean it up. I know he's going to clean it up. And also, I still like I listen. I I like when players, you know, show personality, show some emotion. But in a situation to where, like, where Elvis, you know, he, he drawed us to the box there later in the game by attempting, like, two slashes. And, and unfortunately, he, whether it was a dive or not, the ref was from another perspective, and it got called. So, like, I would like Elvis to kind of control that a little Pull more. Pull it in, dude, yeah. Pull it in. But, again, I'm not faulting Elvis at all for this loss. I thought Elvis looked good, absolutely looked good. And uh, I just think, yeah, you can't give Anaheim that many opportunity in an OT situation on a breakaway. Yeah. And, uh, expect, uh, more than and, once, right? And, yeah. yeah. And, and Warinsky, right before that, Warinsky went off the crossbar, I think, with a shot. Yeah. Like, beat the goalie off the crossbar. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, things, puck luck, man. That's just what it is. All right. Before we get into our next segment, we got to talk about our incredible sponsors. The first one, High Bank Distillery. Two locations now in Columbus. Listen, when I when I go to High Bank, the first thing that comes to my mind is the smoked old fashioned. They're they're amazing. They're incredible. They do them so well. So like they they literally bring it to you, and it's still smoking when they set it on the table. It's great, and that's the best way to drink a bourbon Absolutely. on fire. <laughs> on fire, it's smoked and with other things in it. Yeah, no, it's it's delicious. Like an old fashioned. Like an old fashioned should be. <laughs> uh, their smoked old fashioned is incredible. Uh, also, they're opening up a brand new location in Westerville. They're taking Whoop. over the old Westerville post office in Uptown Westerville. It's pretty cool, I mean, dude. Yeah. I'm pumped for it. They're so, where's the post office going? Huh? Well, it's still there. You semantics. Can get, you semantics. can get drunk and send mail. Yeah, nice. Just, if you want to like do like you know the old snail mail, you can still send it through High Bank Distillery while ordering a smoked old fashioned. <laughs> exactly. Hell you want yeah. to write a letter to your long lost lover? They'll send it in the mail. Maybe I don't know. No, the the post office has been abandoned for a while, uh, but they're they're I guess a part of this whole thing with with the high bank, they're also putting like a speakeasy in there too. Nice. So, dude, I'm pumped. Oh, that's that. news to I, me, dude. I'm pumped. They're having like they have like two bars. They're gonna have like the the main bar and then like a speakeasy like that's somewhere sick. else. So. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm pretty pumped for that. High Bank Distillery. They have fucking, it's like the the patio weather right now is still awesome too. Go check out their oh, patio. Yeah. Grandview Yard over there, the, the main location. Main location has a patio. So does the Gahanna New Albany one. So, oh. dude, check great them out. Great food, great spirits, man. Highbankco.com or .co? Highbankco.com. Highbank, highbankdistillery.co. No, highbankco.com. Highbankco.com. For more details. Got it. Yeah. You, you Highbankcom.co. Nope. Nope, not there. Highbankco.com. Tom Highbank dot bank. Thank you, Braden. You got it. You got it. Highbank producing. <laughs> Highbankco.com for more details. Also, we have SeatGeek. SeatGeek. Hey, check us out. Uh, SeatGeek. Get on the website or download the app. Use our promo code CBJA for twenty dollars off your first time purchase. Uh, that's a first time purchase with like just each email address that you have right correct, so correct. uh $20 off your first time purchase using seatgeek.com or download the app using our promo code cbja a come on now you love to hear it cbja cbja we're learning all right 
Moving on to the old next segment. So we're bringing this one back. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, come on now. You got to get it. Dude, I wasn't ready. What the? F- where's the button? Where's the backseat producing? Wait, 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 wait. There it is. There it is. Do it again. There it is. Okay. You're doing good. You're doing good. I thought I had it. On, I thought it was on the first page. You be, see, you got to be fucking on it, dude. You, you got to be paying you, attention. You got to be quick. I do got to be quick. That's on. You got to be ahead it, of the show. It's gonna be. That's what the show flow is important for. There's learning curves, Kyle. <laughs> you gotta. It didn't take yeah. you one try to ride a bike. Mm, uh, it depends. I don't know. Ask my dad. I I think I have evidence. <laughs> he's gonna lie for you. <laughs> All right. So we're bringing back one of our most popular segments. It's been like probably twenty episodes. Been a while. Done it. Eh, maybe. I don't. Know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're bringing back on that, off that. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Good, 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 good. good yes. Good. yes. That was good. You okay, but don't you. celebrate aloud. I mean, just good job. <laughs> I'm going to celebrate aloud for the first two or three episodes I do this. You nailed it. You nailed Thank it. You. Thank you. All right, so on that, off that is uh, a segment that we have historically done here on the podcast. This is, uh, I'm going to read a statement, and we have to say whether we're on it or we're off it, meaning we're for it or against it. Love it. But like the kids, you know, the the youths out there say, "Oh, I'm on that," or "I'm off that." So yeah, we we can't like be non-hip, Kyle. Those damn youths. The damn youths. Yeah, the fucking youths. Jesus. All those young people. <laughs> so, all right, first one on that, off that, number one. Here we go with Fantilli taking on Sinner in Line's absence. Are we on or off keeping him there? I mean, that's a toss-up. Kyle, let's start with you. I don't. Is that a toss up? I keep him at center, right? I mean, he's, yeah, he's, I, he's great right where he's at. If when Lightning comes back off of IR, should be sooner than later. I hope. Uh, we all hope. Yes. I I think you you keep it how it is, but then you just you move the left wing down and put Line a to the left side of Fantilli, and I think that that's how you move on. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to sit here and sound like that. That injury that he just had was like the proof that we need. Uh, but in a way, like it's, I think that that was the end of the experiment of him at center. It's time to put it back on the wing where he belongs, where he has his confidence, where he's where he scored all of his goals. That's that's where he brought his success. That's why he was such a a high trade uh, uh, for PLD. It was PLD for Line A. That's that's a very high profile trade. Don't forget Rosovic in there because he scored. Yeah, sure, but he scored because he scored so many goals, right? Yeah, on the left wing in Winnipeg, so that's that's where he belongs. And if he has a good centering with good chemistry, like he would with Fantilli, I think, uh, then I don't see how you can go wrong there. I I really don't. I Listen. think it's time to stop experimenting. We're competing right now. It's time yeah. to stop experimenting. Thank you. That's what I've been saying since before the before our season even started. Well, I'm on and, that then. In Line A, and for whatever reason, Line A and Pascal Vincent have been. They've been in cahoots together to try to make Line A number one. <laughs> cahoots. It's not going to be a thing. Stop trying to make it happen. It's, it does not need to happen. And the fact that we have seen the emergence of Fantilli, not necessarily the emergence, because like he kind of came out of the gate ready to go. But the fact that in the past two games, Fantilli has been centering, and now we have seen two goals come out of him. Like, let okay, don't laugh at that, Braden. Jesus. But I, I'm just saying, like, come on. Like, you got to keep Fantilli there at number one center. <laughs> And uh, to me, line A, has number two center. Jenner's still first line. Okay, I'll give you that. Jenner does win the well, face. He has been the he, last he, two games. He's been first yeah. line center. No, he has. You, no, you're right. And Fantilli was at. Uh, you know, he's been practicing at second line center today too. So 
Yeah, no, like, I think you got to keep Fantilli in that center position. That's his natural role. And also, speaking of natural roles, Line has that natural role at left wing. So why break up something that has worked historically for both of these guys? And, yeah, so I'm completely on keeping Fantilli at center. And in terms of Line coming back, like, I w- listen, we've, we've seen – a handful of games of line A at center, and it's, to me, it just doesn't. It just looks kind of cattywampus, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> give me line A back great at word. left. That's a great vocab word. Give me line A back at left wing when he comes when he comes back. So I am completely on Fantilli staying there. On that, he scored his two goals there. Yep, he got to center and he stayed hot, and he's gonna stay hot. And I think Line A is better on the left wing. Like Kyle said, that's where he's had his success in the past. That's how he's kind of made his name is on that position. I don't, I don't know why. Now, he to would be fair, I mean, like second, second overall pick, right uh, ahead of Dubois, right? Was yeah. it was yeah. Matthews Line A Dubois? Dubois. Yeah, uh, <laughs> kind of like what we're dealing with Bedard, Carlson, and <laughs> Fantilli. Fantilli. It's funny, um, but like, like he was the second overall pick for a reason because he was a really good left winger out of Finland, and that's yeah. that's what he is. And I, I I do understand Vincent trying to find something there that maybe nobody else saw. I, I do get that. I, I truly understand that, especially with a team like this that's still so malleable. They're still so... You, you can still mold it into what you want it to be at this point because they are so young, and a lot of these guys are still learning. So it makes sense to like try that out, but I... For the, Just for don't the, force it. For the sake of... Right, and I think at this point, if you do it now, you're like... It, it's natural for for Fantilli to be there. Obviously, like we're seeing that in front of us right now, and and for you, if I think it would be trying to force it, absolutely putting Line A back in there. And now that this team is actually competing with the with the lines that Vincent's been putting out there, I don't I don't think that experimental is like in the name anymore, right? Like, I know it's six games in, I get it, but we're we're tied for second in the Metro, and they've competed in almost every game they've been into this point. They're still learning to play with each other. It's, again, it's a very new team together. If you look at this defense and the young guys that are here, and I, again, I, it's worked so far with Fantilli in the center spot. It's time to put Line A next to him on the left wing and let that play out. That's that's where we go from here. It has to be. Yeah. All right. On that, off that, we already kind of touched on it. I just wanted to put it in there because I wanted Kyle to yell more. Uh, Anderson's four-game suspension upheld by Gary Bettman, meaning he he will miss the Outdoor Heritage Classic. On that, fuck that guy. Uh, on that or off that. I'm going to start first. Absolutely on it. And I'm going to go back to the side of saying, like, if you intentionally go at a guy, leave your skates, go for the head, you should be out as many games as, as he's out. That's where I'm at with that. Yeah. I know it's a slippery slope. But I am completely on it, and the and, and props to Gary Bettman for for you know standing by and being like, no, this is going to be absolutely upheld, no matter outdoor game or not. For old Anderson, I know that was kind of his plea, like I want to be a part of this. Or well, that's cute. Don't fucking go intentionally try yeah. to murder somebody on the ice. Don't try to take somebody's head off. Then with exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm completely on the four game suspension, and I'm also on the suspension of. He should be out as many games as fucking line is out. Yeah, I'm on that as well. I, I absolutely believe that he deserved more games than that. I, I've said that. I think five-plus games would have been satisfactory for me. I'm still happy with the four games. I mean, you cannot let guys do that. And, and I think the situation had a lot to do with it, right? I mean, the situation where you're going after a, a 
a top line player on a on a team that's Line is a, a big player in the league. Like people, Absolutely. everybody in this league everybody knows who Patrick knows Line is. Patrick Line's name, right? It's not a, a mystery yes. when you go out when you go head hunting on a guy like that. That's with three seconds left in a game when you're down by two goals. Like, what message are you sending? Whether you're not taking that into the next whether game. Whether Line is trying to clear the puck or get an empty netter. There's no reason. It doesn't matter. Skate There's by no him. It's, the game's over. The game's for over. That to happen. How many times have I seen uh, us up by two goals and and the defense the the other team takes the puck down to their own end behind their net and lets the time run out? As a Blue right? Jackets fan, all the time. No, like the other. But either way, right? It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Either way, you're down by two goals. There's five seconds left in the game. Game awareness by players is a must, right? You know how much time's left in the game. You know you're not winning. You take the puck in your zone. You let the time go out. Liney was, he was like, he was on a rush. Like he was, he was shooting the puck. That still does not excuse as, the fact that listen, you're head hunting you with should. that much time left. As you should. Like we beat the Montreal Canadiens like eight years ago, ten to nothing. Ugh. You, you, you. You fucking just go for it. That's that's the game of hockey. Like I understand, there's you know there's the gentleman's game of hockey, and there's you know it's in unwritten rules, right? Like baseball yeah, and like oh my, the, don't get me fucking but started. The, the unwritten there rules is. in sports, I get it, but in hockey, to me, I feel like it's just non. You just go for it until the until the final buzzer sounds. Yeah. Well, if, when you say it that way, then the hit was like then he should have hit him. No. But it was still a dirty hit regardless of You go until the not. buzzer sounds. Okay. I mean, there were still seconds right. left. My well, point is, okay, well, I see. with 20 seconds left, with 10 seconds left, you're down by two goals. Blue Jackets have possession of the puck. Game's over. The game's over. You have an empty night down yeah. by two. All right, well, Stop. No. What are you headhunting for? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. So That's where I'm kind of going back to it. You you play until the, the final buzzer sounds, but you don't maliciously have a dirty ass hit like Anderson Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Everybody yeah. agrees that it's unbelievable. It was a, yeah. it was a garbage hit. Should have been more games, but I'm on Rasmus Anderson having four games and missing that outdoor game, you piece of shit. 100%. And the fact that the part of the appeal... And is. while I'm at it, fuck <laughs> Garnet Hathaway, too. <laughs> Just keep him coming, Kyle. Keep it coming. Fuck that guy. I'm sick of him. Fucking yeah. putting his knee into Warinsky, then apologizing afterwards. Unbe- fuck, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Go home. God. Agreed. Move on. All right. Number three for on that off that Elvis's play so far this season. Are we on it or are we off it? I will lead off with this one because I seem to get a lot of uh, people in my Twitter or X uh, mentions talking about my Elvis hate. And listen, I just want Elvis to prove it. That's where I'm at with Elvis. I want him to prove, I want him to back up the words that he says off the ice and I want him to. I want him to prove himself on the ice. And if Elvis has a good game, I will absolutely give him give him the respect he deserves. And I think so far this season, Elvis has come out and he has played well. Has he played great? No, but he has played very well to the point to where we are in a. You know, he has given me enough confidence to where I can see this team do well this season as a whole. And that's where I'm at with Elvis. So I. I am completely on Elvis's play so far. I think he has done well. I think the only like issues with his game is kind of comes from his own frustrations to where like he may take it out to like the example that Anaheim game to where he, you know, he he took a penalty. Granted, I would kind of like to see a goaltender sit in the box and see what happens. 
with, <laughs> with no goalie. <laughs> On a power play? <laughs> right. That'd be nuts. <laughs> that would, it would be a very quick power play. <laughs> that'd yeah. Be, that'd be kind of fun to watch. But It'd still uh, be two minutes, but it, the score might be... Vastly different, yeah. So, uh, but no, well, when it comes, play, you, you know the rules of hockey, right? Yeah, power play ends when they score one goal. Yeah, what? You didn't know that? I actually had a brain fart there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're a producer. You said that, and I went, "Yeah, no, he's right." In my head, I went, "Fuck." That math checks out. Uh, <laughs> but I would. I'm again, never gonna beat these rumors that I don't know ball. <laughs> but well, you just called it a ball. <laughs> it's a general. T- I hate you. Jesus Christ. I'm on. I'm on Elvis's play so far. I'm on it. I'm completely there for it. Um, I just want him to still like kind of check himself at some at some moments in games. Yeah, he's to got where he yep. can like bring in that frustration to where he doesn't go and attempt to slash somebody two times, even though the the dude fucking sold it. I get it, but I'm just saying I want you to. I feel like he's been playing more confident. I feel like he's been been playing more composed, and that's something I want to see out of a goaltender. And this year, I, so far from what I've seen. In, in in the two weeks that we've been playing hockey, I am on Elvis's play. And I will give credit where credit is due, even if, you know, the amount of shit that I've talked about him. Is there a middle ground here? Can I go? You can do whatever you want, but I'm just saying like I'm in on between? What's nope. the in-between word nope. for on-off? I don't know. I'm thinking, dimmed, I'm thinking really hard. There is no in-between. It is on and off. Um, going to your point about the composure thing, uh. Some of the best goaltenders that we've ever seen had tempers, right? Hashik had a temper, threw a stick all the time. Like whenever he was, whenever Hashik was in a bad situation, he'd throw a stick. That's one of the complaints with Elvis. And I, I've been thinking about this. I haven't been on the Elvis hate train, but I just point out the stats and like what I'm a stats. I like I do. I like the stats. That's my You're big in the stats now. Lately. My my big thing in hockey has always been the stats. I love yep. the stats. I love watching the stats, and it's just. It's one of my favorite things about the game. That's why I love it so much. Yeah, Elvis's stats have not been good since like what those that first season when he been, was he was he came in fifth in the Calder voting and and he was he was an amazing rookie goaltender five shutouts in eight games. The stats haven't been great. They've been terrible. He's <laughs> worse than the league last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. second to worse than the league last terrible. year. But some of the some of the goalies like and he doesn't have the talent though. That's the thing. Like the, some of the. Uh, Patrick Waugh had a temper. Uh, Dominic Hasek had a temper. Some of the, two of the best goalies that yeah, ever lived. If, if you have a temper, it can back up your talent. Then cool. Like that's and some of the complaints I've seen is Elvis throwing a stick and I, like I get it, but like he's and he doesn't always make the save. So I understand it. That it's he's been in between for me. Like I don't know if I'm on or off it because it's he started the first two games. He ended with like a nine fifty three save percentage. He did come out of the second game because he was sick. He shouldn't have even started it. It sounds like he had the flu, right? But he went through two periods of that game and ended his first two games that he started. He had a 9.53 to end it. He's now down to a 9.13. So it's dropped for sure. But he's like making the saves he needs to make at, at most points in the game. He's been keeping the team in it, minus the Minnesota game, where the offense had to kind of make up for the slack, I think. Elvis did not have a good game, and he will tell you that himself. There was soft goals Three soft goals that I can tell you about that went off his pass. Also, first game back since his illness. Absolutely. So, so fine. And apparently, according to Bali Sports, I think it was uh, Rimmer mentioned he had lo- he lost eleven, 11 pounds, pounds. Right. That's 11 what he pounds. said. Yeah. That's a brutal flu. If that. Yeah. So okay. You were, yes. Understood. I've never had that kind of flu. I wish I did. <laughs> right. I would love to lose eleven pounds. And br- that's 
crazy. 11 where pounds did, in like six days? Come insane. on. It's not even flu season yet. Like, where, <laughs> <laughs> where have you been? No. Patient zero, man. Where have you yeah. been? Where, where did you yeah. get that from? Seriously. Uh, anyways, regardless, he's been in between. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it then. Yeah. Because I, I think that he's trending upwards from what we saw last season, which in the last offseason and the preseason, that's all we talked about is we, want, we just want to see progress. And we've seen progress. It's been he's being progressive. He's he's making better saves. His high danger chances or his save percentage is high. It's it's one of the highest in the league. So that's that's good. That's progress. And I I think he'll work on the long range, mid range shots. And and he's going to figure it out. I think he's going to figure it out. He's got a good defense in front of him right now that is still gelling because most of them are new. So Yurichek being in there, Provorov, Severson. Warinsky is new this year because he didn't play at all last season. Yeah. It's a brand new defense, so it's well, yeah. There's there's no there's no way around it. Like the, the defense is definitely helping Elvis's game, but Elvis has looked good beyond that. I, no, I'm not saying that they're. Yeah. I'm saying that they're still gelling. They're making mistakes. They're sure. they're giving yeah, yeah. up odd, odd man rushes that they shouldn't be. And I'm just in overtime I'm, and shit. And but uh, and, uh, most of the time, ninety percent of the time, they're making the right play in front yeah. of him. No, I'm yeah exactly. And I, I, I'm and I'm saying that it helps to have a team in front of you that helps your goaltender. And beyond that, though, Elvis has looked good in certain situations. I agree. Absolutely. So, when, yeah. it, when the puck's down low and, and shit's hitting the fan and everybody's, everybody's sticks are, are slapping around, right? Yeah. He's making saves. Making and, saves. That's, and that's truly what matters. That's where a lot of goals come from is greasy goals in the paint. Yeah. And that's a lot what he gave up. That, that five-hole goal last night was that was just brutal. brutal. Yeah. That was brutal. That was brutal. But you know what? It's it's going to happen, and he's st- he's he's still coming back from this flu where he lost eleven pounds, and that yeah, that's that's what we got. So all I see is progress from him right now. So I'm on it. All right, I'm on that. Cool. Yeah, there we go. You guys said everything. <laughs> yeah, he's trending upward. He's doing well. He's giving he's up some bad shots. Thing. Aren't you supposed to be producing this? <laughs> what the fuck? Do you want me to hit? Yeah, I'm just. I'll hit buttons if you want me to. I can go button hat. Oh God! I'll go button crazy oh over God, here, Kyle. Go. <laughs> I'm on right, that. Uh, number four, <laughs> on it, baby. <laughs> number four. Uh, following a string of solid games for Rozovic, are we on or off the trade rumors? I'm off the trade rumors. I'm off of them. Oh my God! Why? Because he's playing well right now. He's he's as mm. much as I shit on him last year. The mistakes and the errors that he made last year that we would always harp on him for, he hasn't shown this year. He was somewhat of a turnover machine last year he had big like dumb turnovers that shouldn't happen and he hasn't had those this year and he's scoring when we need him to and i mean he's good off the puck and when he's on the puck he's making plays he's facilitating i like the way he's playing right now not well, i'm not fully on the rosovic train but i'm debating buying a ticket yeah no no i'm i'm on rosovic and i have been so wait, on you said on or off the trade rumors are you on or off the trade rumors? i'm on i'm off the trade rumors. i'm off the trade rumors okay. i don't want him yeah, to yeah, get yeah, traded yeah. okay i got you i I'm got you off the trade rumors because you know we talked about it last podcast about some potential trades going down there um no I, yeah i'm off those like and again i'm a guy that's always been high on rosovic like i not okay not high but a guy that i think he's a reliable dude again who's going to get you the points so I'm just going to end it there. I am I am off those, and I want to see what he can do because, listen, he was a healthy scratch a couple games, and I think that he is coming out of those healthy scratches like, fuck you, I can do this, and he is so far has proven that I think he can be a guy on this team that can, you know, 
Help us out. Yeah, I'm on the trade rumors. Uh, he's all, him. all he's doing. All he's doing is upping his trade stock right now. Okay. Okay. There's there. I, I just, yeah. I mean, we've we've seen this from him. We know he can do well. We've seen it, but it's streaky, and it's not, there's no consistency. So, I mean, who knows? Starting next game, it could be 15 games of him not even being, like, existent on the ice, right? So, right. It's, we've seen it. We've It's happened. I, I, I'm i on the trade rumor still. I think all he's doing right now is upping his trade stock. That's a $4 million contract right now that could be used elsewhere, I well, think. Hey, I don't if, know. If, if he's going to sit here and up his trade stock while helping the Blue Jackets do things that they should be doing, then I'm here for that, baby. See, yeah, and I agree. I think, it's a, I think it's a double-edged sword. He's playing well. His trade stock is going to be pretty high if he keeps playing the way he does in the next few games. And if you want to capitalize on that, trade him. But I think right now he's beneficial to the team. Roslovic and Line A for Matthews, two for one. That'll never happen. No. <laughs> we we package Roslovic and Line A together again and send him for Matthews <laughs> for the number one pick in that draft. So then we, we went from third to first technically in what, seven six years, five years? Yeah. That would be great. That'd be master class <laughs> by Yarmo. And Yarmo we trust. He's nasty with the trades. I haven't said that in a while. I don't think I believe. I don't know. <laughs> you shouldn't. I, we're not going to talk about that right yeah, now. There's uh, there's no front office talk to have right now. Nope, not right now. And Yarmo, we trust. All right, last I'm not one. Off of it yet. Uh, on that off that, in light of the Blue Jackets uh, losing power at the arena, and you can take this however you want to take it, are you on or off being blacked out? Yeah, I was going to say, is it a drinking blackout? Because I'm heavily off that. Those are uh, not fun. Drinking blacked out on that if I have, really? a, if I have a DD. You have a DD. Because I know I had a great fucking night. Are you going to have yeah. a babysitter? Well, yeah. Usually I have... The anxiety I get. So I have... All right, I, so I'm lucky to have a really good group of people that will be like, oh, I'll drive you home. And that's, you know... I'm that's, not even that. I'm, I'll always make it home some way, shape, or form. Safely. Say, I must say, safely. Safely, hopefully. I will yeah. make it home. But it, it's it's the anxiety the next day. It's All like, right, baby. So what like if it's like hearing hearing be like, oh, dude, you remember doing this last night? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's well, like check. what else didn't? What else I did just I did do? that to you at the beginning of this podcast because I forgot that I met your mother. Yeah, but it was wholesome. You met my mom. <laughs> like it was black. It's out. like it's like one of those. Like the next morning, it's like, oh, what was it? I think it was my freshman year. We won our conference tournament, whatever. I said, hey, if we win the tournament, because what was I was in choir at the time. They're like, we want to hear you sing. I'm like, if we win the tournament, I'll sing. And I don't remember getting on the couch like, dude, you did like five songs. I'm like, fucking <laughs> what? Hell yeah. Was it on like a snap story or like? Uh, yeah, for a couple days or a couple days for the go. next day. But yeah, I'm off blackouts uh, drinking. Power outages, I think they can be fun. <laughs> you like some candles, maybe, read, read, maybe read a book. If you don't live within, oh, I mean, I guess yes. I didn't, where it was was kind of brutal, huh? I mean, uh, yeah, the arena district, <laughs> and of course, us being built on a on a uh, former penitentiary, where right. basically a graveyard and a literal graveyard down the street in the North <laughs> no. Market oh, parking yeah. lot. You think the ghost did it? I think that we're cursed, no, and that we're definitely cursed. Uh, we, we were, were supposed to have be, be the second game for Frozen Frenzy. And of course, there was a blackout uh, of power, and we were delayed until eight thirty. So nobody gave yeah. a fuck about our game anymore. And the fact that the like the, the except for us, the yeah. transformer exploded underground. Underground, where, where all the graves are. Where all the graves are. are you kidding me? Conspiracy theory episode. The North Market <laughs> parking lot is still like dug out. I know because there's, but they've been digging them up for like they, six months because they they're dealing with them. all the ghost attacks. They keep, finding, they keep finding the bodies. 
They knew they were there. They did. They knew it was a grave site. They knew that going into it. And that's why it's taking so long. You know what, Kyle? They pay paradise paradise and put up a parking lot. (laughs) They what? They pay paradise and put up a parking lot. Oh, no, no. It was just a grave site, though. Pay paradise, put up a parking lot. What's that called? You pay paradise. I need the name of the song. I don't know the name. It's a one hit wonder. You got to just look up. I don't know the name of the band or the song. No, no, I'm totally on blackouts. You pay paradise. I am off. I am off ESPN blackouts. Well, yeah, those that's are, bullshit. Those are brutal. What did, are we doing? I did say that this, you can interpret this however you want to. So yeah, ESPN blackouts are bullshit. That's what? Are, what is that? Sport, I mean, sports blackouts. Sports blackouts in in general are just big dumb. yellow taxi by the counting crows. The reason the reason that those blackouts happen is because of the TV deal with Bally Sports. So that well, you have I mean, to go pay twenty bucks a month for their streaming no, there's, service. There's that, but blackouts in, in in sports have been happening for centuries. Because of te- centuries, they want the, the TVs re- haven't been around for centuries. Okay, well, you- the reason they want the reason they have okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? The reason they have blackouts is because ESPN's been blacking out for centuries. Maybe okay. like since the nineties, a okay. millennium. Did you mean but, decades? But the reason they have them is because it's it's blacked out in the local market because. Because they want the fans to go to the game. I think that's how it started, but now it's like not that. Now it's just like money. It's it's, it's just TV money, streaming, so all this bullshit. Bally has a contract with yeah, t- like regional networks to where the national networks can't infringe on their regions. Uh, yeah, so that the so that the market goes to the Bally Sports stream instead of the ESPN stream, and Bally yeah. makes more money. That's that's what it is, and it's bullshit, which is, which is wild because Bally has no money. So well, they are they still bankrupt? <laughs> yes, they're still. Bankrupt. I don't know what all that's about. They're doing better this year. It seems like they're with doing their streams, they're doing but something. But it's they're still bankrupt. It doesn't make any sense. And ESPN Plus, I love. I pay for ESPN Plus for all of the other games that it's I only watch. Like what, like ten bucks a month, something now? like that. And you can bundle it with other streaming services yeah. and all that too. But yeah. they black out Blue Jackets games, and yeah. I want them to not do that anymore because it's local. If you're in Florida, they won't black it out. But it, even local, like I'm pay, like I'll pay extra for ESPN. No, that's what I'm saying. Like if you live in Florida, you can watch a Jackets game. If you live in Columbus, you can't watch a Jackets right. game. Right, and ESPN they don't Plus. let you on the site unless unless you're not on a VPN. You can't yeah. use a VPN on the Stupid. ESPN. It's ridiculous. Uh, I'm on. I'm off blackouts for that for sure. Fuck. All the media c- conglomerates can you know kick, go kick rocks, kick them. But uh, I'm on. I'm on a blackout like once a month in terms of drinking. I hate your blackouts. I know everybody does, <laughs> <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoy them. <laughs> uh, yeah. As long as it's like a Friday, and I, if I do wake up with the anxiety, I at least know I have Saturday to recover from it. If it's like a work, if it's like a Sunday night, like a Sunday fun day, and I go into a Monday with anxiety, that's the worst. But like, if I have a Saturday to recover, I'm. Yeah, but I'm saying it. your blackout specifically. Yeah, I know. Are not fun to deal with. Okay, well, I enjoy them. I <laughs> love enjoy you them. to death. I know I enjoy them, but <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy them. All right, you ready to get social? There yeah. We go. Let's answer some questions. Uh, let's get social. First question from Elaine Shercliffe at I'm a Rain Dancer, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Uh, oh. When is Jordan getting a new laptop? Uh, we'll see. This one still is my listen. My MacBook Air from 2014 is still chugging along. Somehow <laughs> we're still doing it. We're recording every episode on it. We're just doing our thing with it, you know? It works. I got to reset it, like, every other day just to make sure the sound works, but we're good. Yeah, we don't need... 
whatever. Yeah, we're fine. We just like maybe want to patch some people in every now and then, but we yeah. can't do that. Oh yeah, that's also valid. <laughs> we <sh> yeah, <laughs> I gotta figure like that Elaine. Out. Yeah, we gotta figure that. Yeah, out. remember yeah. when we couldn't do that? Because yeah. your laptop sucks. I think it was the board. I just I it was. A Don't blame my producing board. No, it was me back in the day, like seven episodes ago. Uh, <laughs> I, I I what I'm missing is a lightning cord, and I actually did order one to where we could like patch people in. Yeah, so, where's it at? Uh, it's on the way. Okay. Yeah, I did the research. We're doing great, everybody. Yeah. All right. Next question. I got a question, my guys. These. All right, away. Kevin Weeks. It went away. Uh, if we're riffing on Jordan. Uh, from CBJ Ray at CBJ Ray. Alright. Um, are you ever going to get that tattoo that you mentioned long ago, or are you too scared? Well, to be fair, it's all of us. Yeah, I mean, it uh, is. to be fair. To be fair. Well, to be fair. Good. That was good. That was that was. Thanks. Close. I had to get quick. I really, you really <laughs> shock jocking over there, dude. I love it. <laughs> uh, no, that was all. Like that was all three of us before Braden's time. It was, yeah. Uh, I was. I have. I. I had a tattoo parlor. Lined I do up, remember, ready to go. Because I was right when I joined last year. I had the Instagram messages. Y'all backed out of it. The OG three. Yeah, y'all backed out. We backed out. I didn't back out. I was I, ready for it. I do recall oh, you, you didn't schedule anything. I had. I had a tattoo parlor that was literally going to do it for free as long as we mentioned. Did it you on schedule it? And tell and us it, to show up. I had mentioned it in the group. I had mentioned it. I had mentioned it in the group chat, and one by one, everyone's like, "Well, I just don't know if I want to." Commander in on chief, schedule it and tell us to show up. All right, I'll, all right, fine. Schedule it Take and it. tell us to show up. All right, fine. I'll come. I'll get an ass tat. Be my first tattoo. I don't have any tattoos. All right, be my first one right on my butt cheek. There you go. Nobody will see. <laughs> I'm so left handed, so I'm gonna do left butt again. <laughs> just uh, just artillery. Start like just small. It was something. Oh about, yeah, it but was, it, it was gonna be on the butt. That's it what was, I remember. Oh, was it Jess McConville? Maybe I don't remember. Somebody. I, it probably wasn't even her. I don't know. Bet us. We bet some one of our little boomers that if the Blue Jackets swept Tampa, <laughs> that's how long ago it was. That we would get ass tats, <laughs> and then they swept Tampa, and we never got ass tats. <laughs> Because our commander in chief never scheduled it. I had him lined up. Schedule if you, it. If you do set it up again, show up. do I ha do I have to get you're the now, ass tat now? You're now obligated. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Producer Braden, you're gonna have to talk to Aaron on that one. Yeah. Well, what? Grow up. You're an adult now. I am an adult, but she. How old are you? The twenty-three. Okay. She scares me. You can get an ass tat. <laughs> she scares me. You, she sent her to me. I'll you talk to her. You already have like six tattoos on I, your body. I have three, and they're all in concealable ass places. Ass tat that says artillery. Is an ass tat not a concealable place? You've never seen me walk around in public normally. Then you walk around with your ass out around your mom. Every pair of jeans I get, I cut the cheeks out of. That's weird. Nice. Hey, mom, look at my butt cheeks. I don't do that to my mom. Sounds like it. I'm her baby boy. Next okay. question. <laughs> From BS BSRTIATCTY. Find out what it means. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> at BSRTICTY. Just, just go to the question. <laughs> On it, I was trying to read there. That's I think weird. it's supposed to be like Burstacity, but he butchered that spell. Or she. Honest hey, personal sorry. opinions on how JH's performance has been so far. Before you, before you reply to that, Stu Sickles, friend of the pod, replied to this. I thought it was a hilarious joke. Said JH, John Havidson, or Johnny Houdreau? 
<laughs> they said Johnny Hockey question mark. That John a, Havidson uh, or Johnny Hudro. That's I thought that was hilarious. That is a dad joke. Remember? It's so I've good. It's such a great also, joke. <laughs> Love Stu. Side note, yeah. Stu's Talk, great. Oh, talked to him for like a good. Him and his wife for a good thirty Stacey. minutes. Yes, at our bar at the penalty yeah. box. Yeah, fucking awesome. Them. Awesome people. Love them. Stu and Stacy, great people. Anyways. So Johnny uh, Hockey? Johnny Hockey. They said Johnny Hockey. Johnny Amity's. So what's your opinion on Johnny Hockey to this point in the season is what they're asking. Um, Obviously, I want to see more goals out of him, but the hustle is there. The, the shot attempts are there. The goals are going to follow at some point. Like, I, dude, Johnny Maybe. Hockey... No, like he not to enter. Like, he comes out there. He puts one hundred and ten percent. Does every, he? I mean, every damn shift, and he is putting shots on net every fucking game. Yes, they're just not finding the back of the net. He he's a guy again to earlier in this podcast where I want to see our goal scorers come out and actually score goals, and he hasn't done that yet, which definitely does frustrate me. But I think the effort is a hundred percent there. Yep, and I'm not I I am not displeased with Johnny Hockey's ability and what he's doing right now. I agree with that. He he reminds me a lot of Panarin, and when Panarin was here, he controlled the puck well, yep. got the puck across the neutral zone, and got it into the offensive zone and kept it there. Goudreau is very, very, very good at that. That's his best quality, I think, in my For opinion. Sure. He, he reminds me of Panarin in that aspect where he can just do that and effortlessly. The shots he's been taking have been okay. He hit a couple posts, but they're not like shooting for scoring shots from what I've seen. It's, it's shooting for tips. He's got Boone centering him, who's been tipping everything in this year. Yeah. So it makes sense as to why he's just getting the, the puck on net, get, putting it right at the breadbasket at the goalie, and and waiting for a tip down low, and they're not always there, which they're not always going to be there. But he's not. He's his shot isn't there yet. He has seemed like he's hundred percent to me. His passing's there. He's making the right decisions as he always does. He looks great on the power play. The offensive zone time on the power play is probably higher this year than it ever has been. I mean, they've just been sitting in the offensive zone on the power play uh, all season. Yeah, and I think that's a lot to do with Johnny Hockey. But oh, he, for sure. Absolutely. But, so his possession is phenomenal, and that's what we're looking for. The points haven't followed yet. I think they will, but they're going to come in the in the form of assists. He's gotten like, what, five assists so far? Yeah, exactly. Quietly, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Through six games, he has five assists. Yeah. And uh, is it that much? I haven't looked. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's around there. But uh, like, he, he won. Dude, he has been trying to get that first goal. For sure. And like like I said, he had a couple posts, yeah, right? and like, I'm not... In, I've seen some frustration like when he does fire something off and it, where it's a very good opportunity. It doesn't go and he is like, oh my, he looked kind of deflated, but he also bounces back and he, you know, he gets right back to it. Yeah, he's a true professional. And like he, he just moves on and, and does the job, right? Yeah. That's what so, he does. Like, the goals are going to follow and his on ice performance, I am completely fine with. Like the dude is out there, he's doing his thing. And yeah, I have no qualms with it at all. His ice time but, is high as it yeah. should be. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So uh, like, yeah, what is it? He has three points through three games, three assists. Then, oh, okay. Yeah. Damn, I thought he had five. Okay. So three assists through six games. Not what we're expecting from him, right? He's he's off to a slow start for his nine and a half million dollar contract expectations yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, even more than that, I think it's something closer to ten million. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think he's done good things. He's like Marchenko has done a lot of really good things and is just not showing up on the score sheet yet. Um, but it's helping the team win. I mean, it's it's yeah. doing the, it's possession time in the offensive zone. It's it's doing the right things to make sure everybody else around you is getting better. And that's exactly why they're paying him that much money. 100%. So I yes, 100%. I'm I love I love what he's doing so far. Yeah. The points just aren't there yet. 
Old G or J H. J Johnny Johnny Hudro. Johnny Hudro. Johnny Hudro. Um, from Gopnik Hockey Life at Gopnik Hockey Life. Outside of last night's goal, what have you been seeing from Bemstrom that's keeping him in the starting lineup? I'm going to say in in the four lines. I think is what they're saying. Has he started consistently every game? Yeah, or? just yeah, yeah, playing playing each night. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, yeah, what have you seen from Bemstrom outside of last night's goal that's keeping him in the starting lineup? Like I said earlier, it's he's, he's winning board battles. He's keeping the puck in. No. I mean, he's doing things. He's not turning the puck over. He's making smart plays. They're conservative. I mean, but they're smart plays, and they're and they're keeping the, the puck on one end of the ice where it should be uh, for the most part. I mean, he had that great shot last night, right? Uh, that's yeah. his first goal of the season. Um, I mean, yeah, great, great puck yeah. snipe. Like, yeah. yeah, good shot. Um, but other than that, like it's, it's, it's him doing the correct things on offense, playing, playing a good back check as well. I mean, that's important. So mm. I think that he's, he's got a good body and he's, he's, he's been using it, right? Yeah. He's got a great body and he's been using it. <laughs> he, uh, again, I, I've seen so many years of Bimstrom to where not so many, but like what three now to where I, we see moments, we see, we see flashes of Bimstrom and, and you know that's great, and especially that shot last night versus Anaheim, cool. But dude, you got to be more consistent. And I mean, obviously Pascal sees something in him to where Kyle, to what you were saying as well, to where you know he's winning the board board battles and he's he's doing things that uh, you know are, are beneficial to the team. But I still want to see a little bit more out of him. But yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of. I'm still. I'm still indifferent about this old is, Bimmy. I mean, you're coming at it from I'm a stats still, perspective, right? Like he's not putting up points yet, and no, that's I, I, yeah. I understand that. But I, the guys around him are like Gaudreau. I, I get. And that. he's got good off puck play. I get that there are other aspects to other to, to players' games. I understand that, but at the, when it comes down to it, like I'm just sitting here, like, all right, it's been we're going on three years now with you, dude. Like it's it's make or break. Figure it out, like all completely, completely, like figure out your whole complete game. And see where it goes, and you know Pascal obviously sees something a little bit in him, and and has Bimstrom warranted the ice time this season? I would say, yeah, I would say a little bit. Yes, he has. Um, are there other guys chomping at his job? You know, chomping at the bit to get his position. His position, yes, and uh, and that's kind of he he's he's got to get moving, and if he doesn't get moving, then he's going to be gone soon. Yeah, I think he's definitely a guy that'll that could rotate in and out of the that healthy scratch spot. But like Kyle said, he's good with the board battles. He's good at keeping the puck in the offensive zone. And I think he's got good OPP. He's got good off-puck play. OPP? <laughs> OPP? You know me. Down with OPP. OPP? He's got good OPP. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't see him moving anytime soon. He's solid, right? And I don't see Chinnikov, like moving up in his spot no. right now. I, I think know. there are guys that could uh, potentially kind of nip at his heels with his spot, but... Right now, I think he's still pretty safe. Uh, next question from Quid Joe Crow at the Status Crow, uh, frequent question asker. We should have a one of those. We never met him, but they ask questions all the time. <laughs> That's actually a hell of a name. It's great. I, I love it. That's why I know him. He's great uh, because just because Quid Joe Crow at the Status Crow. I like that. Flows, oh, yeah, no, dude. It's yeah. great. No, that's a solid handle for sure. Uh, he says Texier, Rostovic, and Fantilli have had major chemistry. They're creative together. They all handle the puck well, and most of all, they skate hard and forecheck even harder. Do we keep them together or experiment with Fantilli in other combinations? Um, 
I think Fantilli's still so young and so new. I think it would be beneficial for him to experiment with some other guys and some other lines. But if you do find something that clicks well, like this line has clicked, I I think keep him there until it stops until it stops working, or you think you have a better combination somewhere else. I really do like that line. Um, I didn't know much about Texier going into this year. I mean, I knew that we had him and he was a decent player, but like he's impressed me so far through this year. So I like that combination of guys on that line. He looks worse now than he did when before he left. Really? Oh yeah, he looked Texier. He like he's not as good now as he was when he left before he left, right? Sure. Like, before you he think, got injured, you this, think it's two seasons ago, back into the swing of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Like he's going to figure it out. And Rink rust. That the French poke, like the shootout French poke. Yeah. Like the, the things that he did that people forget about the the passing plays he had. Uh, he still tried to like make those type of plays happen this season. Uh, he, they just, absolutely, they, they, but they're they just, just they not just there yet. They just haven't, you know, come into new team. Goals. It's a new team. Uh-huh. He took a year yeah. off. It's a new team for him. He's figuring it out. It literally it's is a whole it's, new team. It's there. <laughs> it really is. How many players were? How many players did Texas pl- play with like two years ago yeah, that are not, not many. here now? Maybe Line like a. three. Boone, Jenner, Boone for sure. Linesky, Z, yeah. He played with Line A, right? Line A, Line a. two years yeah. ago. Yeah, he yeah. played with Line A. I think, for the most part, everybody else is like Roslovic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like Benstrom. Yeah. No, Texier will figure it out. And, and again, like I, last podcast, uh, not not last podcast, because the biggest we had an episode or a segment where we talked about kind of like our our high points of the season so far. And I I had mentioned Texier. I thought he lo- he looks good. And I was kind of a guy that was very hesitant about bringing him back because he took, he took a year off in the National Hockey League. And so, yeah, when it comes down to a guy like Texier, like I, he has impressed me for just getting back into the fold. And, you know, I've, I've been high on that, on, on the old sexy Texie, baby. Yeah. Uh, so the, the question was, like, do you keep Fantilli... Where he's at, or do you experiment more? I I think when it comes to Fantilli, this is a. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting here. This is a talent. This is the kind of guy that you put <laughs> wings around and they get better. Like you put Fantilli in a spot, and then put people around him. You don't experiment with Fantilli. Fantilli is a center. He is a center. He's he's going to be one of the best centers in the league, and you now put dudes around him to compliment Fantilli. I think the experimentation is, it just isn't there because you know what he is already. Like even with mixing him in with other guys on wings. No, I think putting wings around him. Sure. But like, if it's working great, if it stops working, put somebody else. I think you put Fantilli on the top line. And when it, when it's all said and done, you put Fantilli's top line center. And then you move guys around him on the wings that are going to compliment him. And that's how that's going to work. You're not going to, if you want to call that an experimentation, fine. But that's that is a Fantilli's the kind of guy that makes the guys around him better and not vice versa. I agree. So that's that's what that is. I mean, no, no, yeah. I, I, dude, Kyle, I am on your, I am, we're on the, what is that called? ESP, ESP? We're ESPN and we're ESPN nope. and right now. You added a letter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're on the save wavelength there. Uh, no, I, no, I agree. Like, yeah. Like to me, Fantilli. After especially the past two games that we have seen him at center, just keep him there. And I I understand the question with the guys around him. I I, I get that, but like yeah, to me like you just you leave Fantilli in, in the role that he is born to do, and the guys around him will flourish with with that type of player. 
this is just me thinking out loud, but I I think Fantilli in the middle. You move Texier to the right wing, which is not natural for him, but move Texier to the right wing with his creativity with the puck. You've seen some of these passes he's made this year already, like a Dude. fake shot into a pass. Dude, if that goal, if that would have been a goal, Go, like one of the passes of the year already. Yeah. That's already goal of the year, hands down. Besides just, that McDavid like spin move through like two dudes, that was pretty <laughs> yeah. fucking wild. Yeah, that was nuts. Fuck McDavid. That, Whoa. that would have been goal of the year, hands down. Right. So that on his right, on Fantilli's right wing, and when Line comes back on that left wing, I think you have something there. You have a, yeah. you have Texier who's creative on the puck, Fantilli who's hard on the puck, he has a good shot, and then Line who's just a pure scorer. That, that makes sense. That complements each other, and I think yeah. that's the best way to go about it. Just me thinking out loud. I don't know. Uh, next question. We think a lot out loud on this podcast. I think that's what this is all about. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's kind of what we do. Uh, next question from Colin Nicholson at Spare Changeson. What? All right. You, you almost got there, Colin. Who do you all think is on their way out the door by the deadline? <laughs> and what do you think we get in return? What do you mean the deadline? We're so far away from the deadline. Well, I mean, but we've been talking about trades in the preseason. Yeah, we so have. Like well, that's because they have literally, like, teams have been talking. Like literally, rot the. You Rosovic think that those thing. talks just stop when the season starts? Sure, I get that, but like we're so. <laughs> I thought you were saying sure they do. Yeah. No, they're so far away though. Is that that? That's just the whole. Kind I agree. Of, I think Boquist like, is in there. We haven't talked about Boquist at yeah. all in this podcast. He hasn't but, really done. Well, he hasn't played. He's been scratched like for the last three games. Boquist, yeah. Boquist being peak, which are all three defensemen, but. We're, Beans looked good though. I think Bean, Bean has looked good. Beans looked good, but like I think those three guys. Are if we're talking about trade deadline and the fact that we're so like we're so clustered there at, at in defense right now, especially with Yurchek coming in, I could see those three guys being potential. Yeah, Yurchek definitely just forced his way in, and now yeah. they have he to figure it out it, on baby. the back end, right? He forced it in. I there, mean, baby. he looked great. He, just, he looked great he last just night against Anaheim. Shoved it in there. He sure did, and he's not taking it back he's out. He's not going back out. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to speak on the deadline either. I think like <laughs> we're looking at Roslovic or like a few defensemen for maybe a center, but probably some picks at this point. I think the offense is where it needs to be. Yeah, in my opinion, they might be looking to beef it up at this point, but I think that Vincent has a good group there and is working with it well. I don't think you need to fuck with that right now. Yeah, and you have guys coming up too. Vronkov is playing his first game tomorrow night, so. You know, there's still guys coming up that that are like feeding in still. I'm pumped to see Veronica. Also, what are all your opinions on Hawaiian shirts? He asks. (laughs) I I wish Warren was here. I know Warren. This is a Warren question for sure. Warren words one every Wednesday because it's Waikiki Wednesday. Waikiki? I've never actually heard the reason. No, that's why. It's just Warren's thing. Yeah. Warren yeah. does Waikiki Wednesday. Waikiki Wednesday. Every Wednesday he wears a Hawaiian I think shirt. there's a time and a place for it's him. It's the triple dub, dude. Triple Waikiki Wednesday, Warren. Yeah. When, when I tell you Warren wears a Hawaiian shirt every Wednesday. No, probably, I've witnessed it firsthand. No, for prob- Outside of the occasional jersey. For probably the past six years, Warren has worn a Hawaiian shirt every Wednesday for our podcast because it is Waikiki Wednesday. That's right. Uh, yeah. Not a tradition. Even, not even kidding. Yeah. Well, outside of the occasional jersey. Sure. So but I know, like, he'll wear. He still has the Hawaiian shirt underneath. That's actually nuts. I don't no, think I've noticed that. No, my no, my thoughts on that then on Hawaiian shirts are good. Yeah, I'm fine good. I think yeah. there's a time and a place, but I overall I like them. <laughs> it's just, like you know? they're great. Um, oh fuck, I lost it. 
next question from uh db red circle emoji at barno stormer we had like 20 responses yeah we did have a lot of questions (laughs) what's the go-to pregame spot near the arena before heading to the game oh i mean our bar it's our bar i mean i i want to say fanatic sportsbook because like the team owns it but yeah eh, it's all right i our bar. You go to our bar. It's our bar. I mean, it's, it's our bar. You go to our bar. Listen, you wait in line. You find a table or whatever. You get you get some drink. It's great. Our bar's amazing. Yeah. And, and how many cities have an authentic hockey bar? This is something that I was talking to somebody it about is, last week. Yeah. You it's, look at other cities around. They don't have those. around the league that have teams like Ottawa is in the middle of a gravel parking lot. Pittsburgh in the middle of a gravel parking lot. Like a lot of these arenas are in the middle of nowhere. And they're just out like Sunrise, Florida, the Florida Panthers, in the middle of fucking no, in the middle of like a residential district, like suburbs. It, we have the arena district where our arena is surrounded by the best bars in the city. Oh, yeah. And it does, it's, it does not get any better than that. No. It's, it's so amazing. And they have great food everywhere around that arena. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. drinks everywhere around that arena. That enti- Our entire arena district is so well done. Dude, our arena district is so Detroit. Edmonton, they, they, they when they recently re- rebuild or built new arenas, they modeled that whole their whole new arenas around what Columbus did. Absolutely, because Columbus did it right. Yes, like they figured it out and they and then they set the model, they set the precedence for how to put a, an arena in downtown and put the bars around it. And you got the short north in Columbus. Like we are very lucky in terms of like the fact that you don't have to like drive up to a gravel parking lot and have to walk like half a mile to a bar yeah like we are very even that lucky. or just like half a mile to stand in line to wait for the game to exactly. get into the game like what we have in columbus is so special and like and and i know like a lot of people around the league like um especially like when when we hosted the nhl all-star game they were like damn columbus it's great fucking it's a great it's city a hidden fucking gym it really is like this is a this is a cool environment a cool vibe like you walk right out of the arena, you're downtown. You you hook a left, you go to the short north, you go to our bar, and again, like our bar to me, like it's very special in a sense that like there's not out of the 32 hockey teams in this league, how many have like an actual specific hockey bar they can go to? Probably more than you think, but like within, within <laughs> no, I don't within, think I don't no, think there are, but, but but within that like you you walk. I can park. I can. I can get off of of the highway, and park in a garage directly yeah. below our bar. Yeah, literally directly walk below our right bar. Up the stairs off the highway within two minutes. Yeah, and then walk, walk upstairs in, directly into the bar. the bar. The stairs go into the bar. Yeah. That then you once you're done drinking in there pre gaming, yeah. you walk out of the bar across a bridge, yeah, maybe five hundred feet. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> five, maybe four hundred, five hundred feet, you, and then you're at the front entrance. And also, you pass two other bars on your way there. It doesn't. There's nothing like yeah. it. It doesn't yeah. get any better than that. No. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't. It's it, our there's, bar. There's no, nothing it better. Like it's our bar. The arena, the Columbus Arena District setup to me, like. Have I been to a shit ton of NHL arenas in, in, in my day? No, I've been to a handful. But out of the handful I've been to, the environment in terms of like just the downtown area and where the arena's at and the bars, Columbus, baby. Give it to me every time. Vegas is in a cool spot. Or right. it's fucking sure, Vegas. but it's Vegas. It's Vegas. <laughs> it's like right like, on the strip. Cool. All right, whatever. But like... Okay, we get it. You've been to Vegas. They're fake. 
Once or twice. <laughs> you also live there, but, you know. All right, moving on. Next question. Uh, I am not vetting these at all. From CP Sports Analysis at analysis underscore CP, were you all responsible for the blackout yesterday? Yeah, we were fighting the ghosts. <clears throat> it was actually Boomer. Uh, we did a little um, hex for Boomer. We got in a circle and did a witch's chant. To bring back Boomer. And we brought back Boomer for a quick second, and then he shot his load right into the Transformer. You know? And then it blew up, and then it got postponed. Kyle, I will say, it was a big load, though. It was a big load. It was a big load. Right into that Transformer. Yeah. He blew it, and yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. And we're sorry. We apologize. No, we're not sorry. You know, we're, we apologize for everybody that had to go with their kids, and, you know, it was 830. Yeah. And all that, and they, they had to leave early, you know, which is fine because we anything, lost anyways. If but. anything, it was kind of nostalgic because we used to be in the Western Conference. Right, it would have made sense for a Western yeah. Conference start, yeah. Used to be in the Western Conference. How the Conference. fuck did we used to be in the Western That's actually That's a great nuts. question. <laughs> Nobody knows. Balance, baby. Balance. <laughs> yes, Nobody yeah. many knows. Eastern Conference teams. Nobody That's knows, nuts. but it's provocative, okay? It's provocative. Gets the people going. <laughs> Gets the people going. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, short answer: We made Boomer blow his load. Yeah. Next we, question. We dug, him um, out, we dug him out of the Scioto River. From next question from John Locke. Uh, I also know it's pronounced Scioto. I was just kidding. <laughs> Nobody caught that joke. For a reason. No, Jordan. we heard you. We just moved well, on. Yeah. So the uh, next question. Well, wait, 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 wait. Next question. There was one time there was a new anchor on Ten TV News, and she <laughs> stopped, and she was talking about. <laughs> Stop it. That's my last one. I'm sorry. All right. There was a new anchor on 10TV News like 10 years ago, and she was talking about the Scioto River, and she said the Scioto. Oh, was, yeah. That's where that Oh, joke, now I get the joke that you just made. That's where that joke All right, next from. question. Okay, well, fuck you. <laughs> from John Locke at Tall Glasses Guy. Yenzer. Who, in your opinion, is our most underrated player right now, and who do you think is taking too much heat for how they're performing? Most underrated? I'm going to give it to you right now, Justin Danforth. Underrated? I feel like he's properly rated. Uh, no. 30-year-old, like, second no. year in the league. All he right. was a rookie last year. Go to, yeah, I always kind of right. forget how old he is. Listen, go to any bar in Columbus. Go to, you know, talk to any casual Blue Jackets fan. That's, you know, they they, they tune in and out of games, and you say, dude, I love just Justin Danforth. They'll be like, Who? Yeah, you got a point. Exactly. Justin Danforth, most underrated I always forget right now. that we're just such bigger fans than everybody else. <laughs> we're Duh. so much better Duh. than everybody. I yeah. always that's what that. we do. That's just what we are. <laughs> that's yeah. why they that's why we have a podcast. Yeah. Who's getting too much heat? In your um, opinion. Who's getting too much heat on the team? Mm. Oh, is that the next question? Yeah, it's, it's the second it's part. Oh. Who do you think's underrated? Who do you think's the most oh. underrated? And who do you think's catching too much heat? Too who's, much heat. Is who's Elvis the whipping for, boy? For sure, Elvis. I think on social media, I would say Elvis, just because yeah. everybody is seeing some of these soft goals that he's let in. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm and I'm, they're and they're like, oh, he's back to his old ways. I'm like, he's played. I'm still in a the, lot, not a lot, a good amount better than he played well, sure, last year. Like I'm still on the camp. I'm on. I'm still on the side of like, okay, Elvis, prove it to me. So, but I think on social media, Elvis is the whipping boy. Yeah. Um, I think another one that I've seen a lot of is Severson, which he did have that bad play in Detroit. But since then, he's picked it up. He hasn't really done anything terrible. He's had a, he had a couple questionable 
Yeah, but I think everybody. I think everybody saw that play in Detroit, and anything that yeah. goes wrong defensively is he. If he's on the ice, it's Severson's fault somehow. Yeah. Kyle. Yeah, I mean, I we talked about it. That was pretty much all of it. I mean, I, yeah. I underrated. I think I, mm, he says like Provorov. I think Provorov's what we expected. He's an established NHL player. I think he's a veteran at this yeah, point. I, I mean, he's spent Provorov's, seven years in Philly. Yeah, Provorov's doing what we expected him to he's do. He's doing what like, we expected. Yeah. Um, Jesus, underrated. I think overrated right now is Cole Sillinger. Underrated, uh, probably Texier. I mean, people are seeing what Texier is doing. He just has no points. Yeah, yeah, and he's been playing well. I'll get. Um, and then too much heat, I think, is probably Elvis. I mean, he's doing what. I, there's, there's like four goals I can count. He also got like totally bailed out of that Rangers game with two offside calls that were I know. shit goals that See, he let through. I, but would you call him bailed out the if podcast, they were offside? You, Maybe he wasn't ready for him. They were like offside <laughs> by like an inch. The podcast you weren't here for that you talk shit about me and we're not talking about. We talked about Elvis's. Did you? Yes, we talked he about He got that. bailed out, right, yeah, of those two. Out. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it can go either way with him, but I think he's catching too much heat for myself included. I mean, I'm probably giving him a little too much, but yeah, no, I can I, figure it out, dude. That's a lot yeah. of money on a contract, AAV. You're in your, what, second year of that contract? Yeah. Come on. And it comes down to like the heat is like, I understand the heat because there's the contract and also... He has never really proven a lot in in his tenure here at the Jackets. So, yeah, I mean, the Heat's warranted, but this year I will say he's been doing better. So, any cool. more questions? Ne- oh, there's a few more. Okay, fair. Next enough. question from Lucas DePau at Lucas DePau. With four out of the next six on the road, what's your guys' realistic hope for total points earned in the next six? Solid question. Sorry, right, so let me uh, pull up who we play first. Oh, good. All right. Good point. Yeah. So we got uh, Montreal. We got the Islanders. We got the Stars. We got the Lightning. We got the Capitals and the Panthers. Uh, so I think Montreal could be a dub. I think the Islanders could be an L. I think the Stars could be an L. I say three and three. I'm cool with three and three. Yeah, if they pull six to six, yeah. seven points out of that, then I would. Yeah, I, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, I'd say three and three. They can split that. I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I don't know, man. They, it's hard to it's hard to tell in the NHL any given night. You know what I mean? No. But it's I get six, seven points out of that. I I'm I'd be happy yeah. with. We if just they, we just have an unpredictable team to where like coming off that Detroit game, like they they showed me something that I did not expect at all. Right, bouncing back and you know getting getting points in the last three games, so um, I could see realistically three, you know, yeah, three and three. I, I think that's a reasonable thing to say with this team right now. Fair enough. Not to uh, go like you know the easy route five hundred, but you know, I know I think that's like very realistic. I especially with the teams that we have lined up, right? Yeah, I mean, I they should beat Washington, right? They should beat New York. I mean, New York scored on themselves last night on their own empty net. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, I we they should beat these guys. We Yeah. We should we should have beat Anaheim, but We're past the point where like uh what's his face? Oh my god. The defenseman that shot on like Corpy twice in one game. We we traded him to Florida. Can't remember his name. I think he just retired because of injuries. Mm. Yeah, can't remember his name. Yeah, him. You know what I'm talking about? No. Nope. All right. Anyways, next question. I'm, I'm I don't trying, really, I'm I don't trying really, to think of it, but I can't. 
Um, I'm gonna. You ask the next. You had. You got a question here. You ask a question. I'm gonna look that up. Cause, it wasn't the guy that like um, went overseas and then retired. Was I'm it? Not, no, no, uh, that was like Hoffman. Um, uh, from yeah. I'm Ray Ria Ria Hederman Jr. at Ria Hederman Hederman Jr. What is the over under uh, games played in the NHL for Chinnikov this year? This year, I'll go thirty. I think he'll play. For who, though? Yeah. As much as I don't want to say it, injuries are going to happen, and Chinnikov is going to get recalled. Yeah. No, you so, got a, you got a point in there. terms of like who, I'm not going to give a, spe- a specific yeah. because yeah. I don't want to wish that upon anybody getting hurt, but it's it's the National Hockey League players get hurt. So, I think I think 30 to 35. What was the over under? He said what? He said 30. Yeah. Uh, you got to set a line for over under 30 and a half. And you're taking the over? Taking the over. Right. It was 30 and a half? That's what was they the said, line. what is the line? Oh, that's, what's the line? That's what I said. I don't know. Uh, give us a line, and we'll give you over under. I, um, you give us a line, <laughs> producer. I'm going to say... I'll put it half. at 28 and a half. Over. 28 and a half. I, I would say... Optimistically over, but I don't... I think I'm, I'm going to realistically say under... I, I don't see that happening. Definitely under. Yeah, and I'm not seeing any more questions that we haven't already talked about. Are you sure? Uh, I'm still looking up this. There's this. one that I'm confused on what they're asking. Um, there's why did the Jackets lose to the Ducks? <laughs> where, um, it's where it's oh, I guess. About it. uh, Logan Smith at Logsmith07. Thoughts on the PP units? Marcus Nudavara. That's what I was saying. Nudavara. I what literally you said it was a guy that went to Florida, then then he went overseas and retired. Uh he went no. He didn't go to Florida, then go he like played in San Jose, I think, too. And then All right. well that was that's who I Marcus Nudavara. He like shot on Corpy twice in one game. Yeah. We're past that. We're not doing that anymore. We're not shooting on our own net, right? <laughs> that's okay. Anyway, sorry. That's yeah. uh, fucking look, Nudavara. That I knew it, I knew it was Nudavara. That was the guy that I had in the back of my mind. But you're like, no, he didn't retire. You didn't say it though. You didn't say a name, Jordan. Say the name. Say the All name right. next well, time. Well, I didn't say I didn't get my, my name. Didn't get on my phone to look it up. Uh Logan Smith at Logsmith07. Thoughts on the PP units? Feels like Johnson Marchenko shouldn't be getting first unit opportunities while they're struggling offensively. Uh, P.S. They would love to see Fantilli on the first unit. On the power, he is right. No, no, it's good. Right, it's not. He's yeah, not. he's on the he's second. Not. Uh, yeah, I, I'm okay with. I mean, I, the results are not good. Right, one for seven last night. Not great. Yeah, not great. Not good at all. I mean, it's it's. It's not for lack of like possession time or shots on net. I, I think that they're coming up against hot goalies, maybe. I don't know. I think that might be an excuse. But, I mean, last night against Anaheim, every power play, it felt like they just sat in the offensive end the entire time. Yeah. And we're getting shots on net. And in the shots on net, there's a rebound. They get it out to the corner. They get it back up to the point, and they reset. And it's been, it was it was like that all night last night. So, I I, I mean, the, the structure is there, and, and the offensive zone time is there, but... The shots on net are there. Yeah, it's the goals aren't there, and that's just so. I I think keep going with it at this point. I mean, one for seven yeah, sucks, no, but like, no, dude, it was I, working. Yeah, no, I I completely agree, and I, you know, seeing like the Twitter responses from like from the artillery in terms of like us tweeting about the power plays, like from last night's performance, and we had the seven opportunities. 
Like, I was not displeased with the way they were doing things. Right. Like, I, I was actually, I, th- I thought things were happening well. I just thought that Anaheim was just kind of, like, pouncing very quickly on what we were trying to do. But overall, like, when I, when I saw, like, the passes were making sense, like, they were, they, were, they were setting up things, but the shots getting off, you know, they were there, the attempts were there, and I was not, like, overall just kind of, like, I wasn't pissed off by it. And, and people were kind of like, oh, another power play, gone to waste. But, like, I saw a lot of positives coming out of that. And I'm I was not mad at all from the from the from what they were trying to do there. Yeah, I, so, I it's just getting like maybe finding the spots on the net. I don't know. Yeah. Like it it comes down to like semantics at that point. But exactly the shots were there. the The possession time was there. And I mean, there's what else can you say about it, right? Yep. Oh yeah, dude. I was I was completely fine with completely fine with it. Even though we were one for seven, and it may have you know being one for seven on a power play in the game. Uh, you know, on the stat sheet may not look good, but I saw it, you know. Yeah. Decent shit from what was happening there. Absolutely. So Yeah. I got nothing else. Neither do I. Yeah. All right. Cue that outro music, dude. There we go. <laughs> Nailed it. Love it. No, 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 no. Go down. Go down. Go down. There you go. There you go. I'm right here. You're, <laughs> you got it. I'm right here. All right, little boomers. Thanks for listening to episode 262 of the Artillery Podcast. We love you. And, uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Really. Yeah, we, I think we nailed it. I think yeah. We, we nailed this, yeah. Yeah? Definitely yeah. I think I nailed it personally. You nailed it, dude. Good Thanks. job, producer Braden. Thanks, guys. You're going to get yeah. comfortable with it. It's going to be really good. I think I'm already pretty comfortable with it. Mm, I love right. the wrong buzzer whenever Jordan talks. That's fine. I think that's fun. That's, that's fun. just We I, needed that for a long time. It makes it a great time for everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to find a new producer next week. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week for episode 263. Goodbye. Stay Spay and neuter your fantillis. Source? Warren's not here. I can't do it. <laughs>